0: <coughs> Hi, uh, welcome to Movie Butts. I'm Arnie John This is Dane. Hello. This is our fifty-first episode. We're so shit at our fucking job, Dane. Like, I've realised we've never pointed out fucking milestones or done like anything in related to- in relation to that. We just do the fucking job. Yeah. You know, like is. Are we bad? Do we suck? No. It's you we're know? practical. I, I see so many other podcasts where people are just like, Oh, we've done the thing finally and I don't know, like I don't know, are we disappointing people? Should we care about this shit?
1: No, we're uh you know we're all about the we're all about the business. We're yeah. saying like who who cares about that stuff? This is a we're no humble. frills
0: podcast. We we talk about what we have to and sometimes not, but most of the time we do. But um, I guess congratulations to us. I guess, yay, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> this is a. I've a never pop- been.
1: I've never been this consistent with anything
0: in my life. So I'm. I'm pretty proud. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm okay. I, I am proud too. Um, you know, this is, this is a pretty, you know, pretty cool thing for me to say that we've, you know, I've started something and fucking I'm still doing it over a year later for God's sake. So yeah. Um pretty cool milestone but let's let's get on with the job this is um you know what this is a movie podcast where uh each we take turns each week picking a a film related topic those topics include film directors studios franchises actors fucking anything we can think of on the fly usually dane just fucking makes one up at right at the end um and uh (laughs) What I do is I take that topic and um, I use a bunch of critical aggregates. So things like Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, Metacritic, the box office, the budget. I average it all out and uh, look at the statistics. And uh, there's always the best and the worst. And we generally watch the best and the worst. This is a special episode because I've been wanting to talk about... um, Fucking the Star Wars sequels for a long time now. So... Instead of you know do watching the best and the worst, we're watching all three of the Star Wars sequels, yay! Yeah, um, yeah, how do you feel about that, Dane? Very nervous, very nervous. Are you,
1: <laughs> yeah, are you, are you, scared someone's gonna that- burn my house down? <laughs> there's some because there's, there's no, there's no good opinion you can have on these movies if you no. say they're. They're the best, then someone hates you. If you say they're the worst, someone hates you. If you say, I don't really have an opinion, someone hates you. So Star Wars We're fans, really putting a target on our heads.
0: I love fucking Star Wars. I will watch all of them. I have watched all of them, obviously. Um, but That's interesting, fuck yeah. Fuck me, man. Star Wars fans fucking suck. Like, it is the most it is one of the most toxic fan bases i've ever come across like fuck we're already going there like f- okay i'm going to i'm going to pull the reins in um yeah. do you mind do you mind telling us uh what a bit about each of these three movies like what what you know a bit of the bit of the plot synopsises for the the people that lived under the rock since 2015 and haven't seen them
1: yeah right so Um, I was wondering, do you want to talk about um, each one in a row, like, individually and then move on to the next one? Because I think I'd have... I think it would make for a more interesting convo that way, rather than talking about them as a whole, because I don't think they function as a
0: whole. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, my my full intention is to talk about them individually, because... There, yeah. are, there are shared opinions I have on all three of them and the franchise as a whole that I'm sure me and you either share or disagree on that we'll go into. However, cool. I do have points I need to make about them individually. Like, and, and watching them this time has like, reaffirmed that perspective for me even more. Like, my opinions of these movies have grown and developed from this viewing alone more than any viewing I've had of these three films. Like, I've seen The Fucking Force Awakens. I saw it at the cinema, like, pretty much, I'm pretty sure, ten times. Like, yeah, it's like I've never seen a movie that many times at the cinema. And even this experience of the movie was my most eye-opening. But um before again, we keep getting a fucking head of ourselves with these films. I have a lot to fucking. Okay. Say. So
1: why don't I why don't I do a plot summary for for this one and then we'll talk about that. And then I'll do a plot summary for
0: Last Jedi and then we'll talk about that. Does that sound okay to you? Sure, of course. Okay. Um Yeah. I guess I guess then if that's the, the way we're gonna do it, I, I better get my uh, math out of the way first. So um I did do that. Even though this is a special episode, I think it's still worth mentioning the critical and audience responses to these three films because they're fascinating. So Mm -hmm. The Force Awakens um, is one of the highest grossing movies of all time. It broke a whole bunch of fucking opening weekend box office records. Um, Critical response was really good. Not perfect. Um, You know, there were still some points where they were talking about uh, how it's a bit derivative and other aspects like that, but overall, the experience was that it was the return of Star Wars. Like most critics thought that it was a nice throwback, a nice re- rejuvenation of what the original magic was for the original trilogy, um, which is a, which is accurate, but let's not. It's not necessarily, in my opinion, a good thing. Um, then we go into the the black sheep of the family the middle child which is the last jedi which got pretty like got universally acclaimed by critics however um for about a bazillion different reasons um audiences turned their back on this film they fucking i don't want to say actually i don't want to say it's like a negative response from audiences it's a it's a a split like it is very much a divide down the middle, like the, the, that. That
1: there was a good ass divide, yeah. There's
0: a huge fucking divide. Like it's either the greatest, one of the greatest Star Wars movies ever made, um, or it is like it it killed Star Wars, and this is this is a franchise that the fucking Phantom menaces in, and this movie is the one that people say killed the fucking franchise. Mm. So you know, it's it made a lot of money. It broke it. I think it made one point five billion. Like it, it made less than Force Awakens. Um, but yeah, critical response was good, but audience response was fucking just. It's so bizarre. And and when we get to the fucking IMDb reviews, we'll see that divide. Um, yeah. Then we get to the Force. Oh, what is it? The fucking Last Jedi and critics hmm. chat on it. Rise of Skywalker. Sorry, fuck. I've forgotten the name of the movie because it's fucking the worst name ever. The Rise of Skywalker, (laughs) where the critics shat on it, like they, yeah. It's like it's like Indian food in the fridge that's gone bad. Like that's like a review I think I saw for it. Like it's outstayed its welcome. Um, But I think, oh god. But then audience reviews for it on Rotten Tomatoes specifically were high. Like I think eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is Mm. again i think it's the same reason why the last jedi has bad reviews but again we'll get into this but overall it's the lowest in the franchise box office wise and uh critically audience is a bit of a donkey vote um because it still has low imdb reviews but for some reason the fucking the the Star Wars fan base really pushed up its Rotten Tomatoes audience score. Anyway, that's I've
1: got some I've got some thoughts on that, but we'll get into that. Yeah. At, so that's my minute, that's minute my time. that's
0: my breakdown. Um if it were if it was going to be the traditional format, we would have been watching The Force Awakens as the best, and we would have been watching uh The Rise of Skywalker as the worst. Um anywho, um let's let's crack on with talking about the force awakens what's yeah a, okay what's a so plot description for this
1: you know i'd say that everyone knows but i mean i think even people who really love this film may not fully understand what the plot is supposed to be because it's just more like a bunch of like star wars memorabilia thrown at you um but basically and this is uh possibly like the most interesting thing about the sequels to me is that, um, the opening scroll reads, uh, a new threat to the galaxy rises. Um, which, so that, that means that basically like the dark side or like the Sith, uh, are, are back or the empire is back, but it's not the empire. They're called the first order. We'll get into how mm, much that makes sense. In my opinion, not a lot, but we'll get into that. And so now the First Order is uh, seemingly taking over the galaxy, like in the process of taking over the galaxy, or they kind of have already. Um, And we follow a character called Rey, who is a scavenger on not Tatooine, And, um, then there's another guy who's a pilot for the rebels or something, not the Republic, the the rebels, the resistance, which apparently is not the Republic. You mean not just not the Republican, the rebels, right. But yeah, but they're the
0: resistance now. They're not the rebels. We will
1: get, (laughs) we'll get into that. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so fucking Poe, Poe loses his droid which has a map to Luke Skywalker who's gone missing because he's all bitter. Uh, we don't well, know, you know not, that you yet. don't really know. In, you don't know <laughs> in this one, but he you, all you know is that he left after he failed Ben, uh Kylo Ren. And um and then they got to go they got to go looking for Luke Skywalker. They got to actually they have to find the map to Luke Skywalker. And um Finn fucking leaves the First Order. He's a stormtrooper and and he's like actually this isn't cool and so he leaves the First Order and meets up with Poe and then they all meet up with Rey and then they meet up with Han Solo and then they meet up with Leia and they got to find the map to get to Luke. That's pretty much it. That's that it's just it's it's like a little like a little quest to find
0: to find um luke skywalker that's uh and there's a new death star you got to remember that you know
1: yeah which is the big the big threat there's a star killer base And and it's and it's way bigger and instead of blowing up one planet it blows up like nine or something
0: yeah um also it's probably worth mentioning that um In this movie, Han Solo dies and the bad guy is just this mysterious figure called Empress Snoke. I think they're also Mm. aspects worth mentioning at this point. (laughs) Um, What do you think of The Force Awakens?
1: Uh, You know... (laughs) I... So, I was a massive Star Wars fan. Like... Like, like, really huge Star Wars fan. Um, I watched the- I watched them so much as a kid. And I'm 31, by the way. So, I, um, saw the originals as a kid. Like, like, before even, like, the- the George Lucas remake, remasters, whatever. Before that shit came out, I was watching the trilogy on VHS. And, like, I wore that shit down. I watched Star Wars so much. Um, still remained a Star Wars fan. I didn't like the prequels when they came out, but I didn't really care. I wasn't one of the fans that like either hated them or felt like that they should, um, they should be defended, you know? Uh, I just, I didn't really care about them because they didn't have much bearing on the originals for me. Um, and so I was excited when they announced that they were going to do, this, um, because when they announced it, I think, I think like maybe the Avengers had just come out. And so my opinion of, um, Disney's treatment of Marvel was positive. And so I thought that, uh, it was going to be fine that they were just going to do with Lucasfilm, what they were doing with Marvel, which at the time I was still a fan of. And so I was looking forward to episode seven. Um, I was optimistic about the, the trailer And um, the marketing for it was
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, It left out. It knew exactly what to show and how to generate hype. And uh, I took it so seriously that I went and saw it by myself. Like, I remember you guys, like all my friends were like, come on, we're all going down to the city and we're going to watch it on opening night. And I was like, no, I have to do this alone. I take Star Wars very seriously. And so I went and saw it opening night. but like locally and by myself and then sat there with like you know a, a critical eye like okay let's see if you really get this right and um I felt so deflated like I hated it I thought it I thought it sucked I still think it sucks by the way um and then for a long time it was like me like arguing with my friends like I had a with one of my other friends like we had like this really passionate argument about it and I was like, it's a bad movie. Like I, I prefer the prequels than, than this shit because um, I felt I felt pandered to and I felt insulted. Like I still feel like JJ Abrams doesn't like Star Wars and he doesn't like Star Wars fans and he just sticks um just notable Star Wars shit. In, in the film to just be like, here you go, this is what you want. This is here, here you go, here's your nerd shit. And I came out of it feeling like That's you don't
0: get definitely well, the rise of Skywalker. But sorry, I continue.
1: Yeah. But I feel like um I feel like JJ J. Abrams doesn't get Star Wars. I mean like he probably enjoy I think he likes it like the other Star Wars fans. Like these like diehard argue with people on the internet star wars fans um like they like the like lightsabers and shit i i gotta tell you i never thought that stuff was cool i always thought that shit was lame i i think like lasers and um like uh lightsabers i think all that shit sucks i think it's lame um but the story is so strong like everything about it like beat for beat is so strong and so on point that I look past it. Like in the same way, how I don't like fantasy shit. I don't like, I don't like Game of Thrones and all that stuff. That that shit sucks. But I love Lord of the Rings because it just nails it. They're just so they're just so well made and they're such entertaining stories that I really like that shit. And I fucking love Star Wars. Those first two films, uh, like Empire Strikes Back and the other one. Of some of the best films ever made. Uh, they're so good. But this is just, like, it's just the aesthetics. It's just, it's purely aesthetics. And if you take away the aesthetics and you look at it as a script on its own and a story being told, it doesn't even make sense. Like, it's childish.
0: What do you mean by it doesn't make sense?
1: Um, Like, what are some
0: examples in The Force Awakens that you think are completely... So, I don't think that...
1: So, I don't think you have to disregard the other films and say, well, they should re-explain things. Because everyone knows Star Wars. uh, And they are sequels. So, that's fine. But uh, things that don't make sense to me are like... um, Hang on a sec. My dog's just getting out. Okay. So... The, um, the, the main character's attitude towards the events of the original trilogy don't add up to me. And I right. think that it's, it's, it, it acts as a meta-narrative. So, they, they, whenever they talk about, um, like, the events of the original trilogy... Which in they canon talk about them, 30
0: years earlier, right?
1: Yeah, it's only 30 years ago. <laughs> so, there's a, there's a problem there with how they talk about them as if they're ancient... They talk about them as if they're myths or legends and that they're, like, they're not true. And and it's, like, it, the history of, of these events is debatable to these characters. They don't even know if it really happened by just going by the things that they say. Like, is Luke Skywalker real? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then they meet Han Solo and they're, like... Oh, you're Han Solo, you fought against the Empire and you were... And it's like, whoa, but I thought you thought that that shit didn't even happen. But then there... She's like sleeping in the remnants of those events. Where did you think that that shit came from? So she... So sometimes that stuff is real and she's obsessed with it. She's like a Star Wars fan. And then other times it's like... But I thought Luke Skywalker was a myth. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Even if these were, even if these were ancient events, which they're not, it's like the equivalent of the cold war in the real world. It's like, it's very recent history and it was not long ago. So it doesn't make any sense why then Han Solo is turning around and being like, yeah, it's all true. It all happened. The force is real well yeah going by some of the other things that she says she already knows that she seems to be very familiar with it she's and it just rather depends, well like... read
0: for a scavenger
1: <clears throat> yeah but the reason that that doesn't add up or that abrams doesn't care to have that make any sense in universe is because that makes sense in a meta fashion because he's not setting this story in the Star Wars universe, he's setting it inside your head. Rey is not meant to be a character in the Star Wars universe. She's meant to be an avatar present in the Star Wars universe, but Rey is you, the audience member that you're meant to embody. And so Han Solo says whatever shit that, that he perceives you would want him to say in that moment, if you get to be a fucking character in a Star Wars movie. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I get what so you mean. So, that's
1: the problem I... That's the problem I had with it when I went and saw it. I was like, this is not a Star Wars sequel. This is... You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember the Ghostbusters video game?
0: No, I do not. Where you,
1: um... Okay, so, just quickly. There's a Ghostbusters video game where, um... You know, it's... It's it's kind of... It's kind of... Adver- it was kind of advertised as Ghostbusters 3... Because the story of the game takes place after Ghostbusters 2 and is considered canon in the Ghostbusters universe. Um, and they got Bill Murray and all those guys to voice the characters and they wrote a Ghostbusters story. Um, and you play as a new character in the Ghostbusters universe who joins the Ghostbusters. And they, they find an excuse within the story to like recreate old events like the all the old monsters come back and they and and and, and like the ghostbusters crew like you got to go get Slimer catchphr- or something Yeah they do their catchphrases and shit but it's uh it's a new ghostbusters story but like the story writes in old events for you to re- for you to relive um and the and the and the playable character is deliberately bland so that you can embody the character and pretend that you are being in the Ghostbusters universe. It just felt like I was watching a- like a playthrough of that, but it- but it was a Star Wars one. Not like a proper sequel, but like a- like a- like a- like a video, like a Star Wars video game, you know? And they have these new characters, and you can choose your character, you can choose Poe, Finn, or Ray. And, and, and go and hang out with Han Solo and go and do all this crazy shit. And it's like it's it's not a movie, it's a it's a it's a
0: fantasy for the audience. And I'm just not into that. That's it's it's interesting that you had that perspective from the beginning. So let's rewind time to the, the, you know, like we have that that uh you know, you, you say you were watching it on video when you were a kid, right? Um yeah. my oldest memory uh is watching an Astro Boy video that I got from Blockbuster. And then at mm-hmm. the beginning of the video there were trailers for new release videos and one of them was a you know, a a print of Star Wars. And I remember being like, yeah. I need to watch that, I need to watch that and my um you know, my mum's partner at the time went and rented me the original Star Wars movies and I watched them and I fell in love and You know, the rest is history as a Star Wars fan. Then I saw The Phantom Menace as my first movie in the cinema. You know, like, I was fucking huge Star Wars fan. So, by the time it came to The Force Awakens, I was like you. Like, me and you were at the exact same point that we were, were like, very hungry for Star Wars. Am I right? Like, you were just ready for something new.
1: I was so keen
0: yeah me too like and i remember like it's like water cooler conversations when this film came out like uh i went to we went to for the people listening we went to film school with a very cynical guy who doesn't like pop culture or pretends not to like pop culture and even this guy was getting involved in the conversation and like was like Mm. kicking himself that he was talking about fucking star wars like that's the level that this movie was at and and that's what star war like in my opinion is like what level star wars as a fucking franchise is like when you have those kind of fucking people the pretentious cunts that like pretend to hate the popular stuff they're thinking about it and they're jumping in on the water cooler conversation anyway Mm. i see it at the cinema and jj abrams did his mystery box bullshit and pulled the wall completely over my eyes I fucking loved it. Yeah. I absolutely lapped it up to the point where I saw it 10 times at the cinema. I was not really thinking about your your points about how, you know, consistency within the world and how, like, it makes no sense that they didn't think of Luke Skywalker as real. Because in my brain, Luke Skywalker is a legend and is of that status, so of course, exactly like you're saying, yeah. the living it, living through one of these avatars as the character, I I fell for it, you know, mm. like, and I was involved in this, and there was, you know, they were throwing in so much nostalgia, and you're hanging out with Han Solo, and like. For me, in my head, I think how I used to pitch this movie to people, and how I would—I don't need to say defend it because everyone fucking loved this film, bar a select few, you included. um, Yeah, was that it was like a it was like a palate cleanser, like it was it was like bringing back you know all these things about Star Wars that we loved, so then we have a launching on point for some interesting stuff so like let's bring it back let's get all the old fans back and then what we'll do is we'll take them on a journey and we'll you know and we'll forget about the prequels um we'll do a i, I hate using the word soft reboot but it kind of is in a weird way right
1: it's exact it's 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 a textbook example yes of that. so i think so it's i was a,
0: i was not against that at the time Um, I thought it was interesting. I'm like, look, you know, I'm getting the member berries. I'm getting the nostalgia from the fucking Death Star. I'm getting nostalgia from fucking Han Solo and shit. But I found that there was interesting enough things going on that, like, I was interested in these characters. Like, me being a fucking faggot, Mm. I was really into the Poe-Finn relationship. Um, which I actually thought was going to become a relationship and I, my gay little heart was singing, you know, like, and I really wanted to know who Snoke was and I like it, the, the, the mystery box succeeded for me Mm. at the time, which I fucking at this point despise because now in hindsight, I know that he, apparently he had no idea. Like, he right. didn't- and see, J.J. J. Abrams had no plan for Star Wars. You know, like- No, I and go- I was
1: more- I was much more pessimistic sure. going in because of Abrams. I I didn't like J.J. J. Abrams already. Sure. I would get into arguments uh, at film school about J.J. J. Abrams and his mystery box. Because I'd seen the TED Talk and I thought it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awful behavior- Manipulation. For him to-, for him to it's terrible to do that and so i knew he didn't have a plan and so all the questions he set up whenever people were uh talking about it to me being like yeah but i mean like who's snoke i'm like well they don't even know so there's no point in us having the conversation because they don't even know it'll be whoever they fucking make up at the last minute probably no one which is, which is the real answer. No, because the it's, answer was... It, because it, it's J.J. Well, like, Abrams.
0: There isn't... Yeah, well, there is an answer that he retroactively oh, yeah, and added, final, which is just the fought. final
1: Yeah. The final answer is it's a, a clone or some shit. Yeah, controlled by... that Palpatine made. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll never find out exactly who he was supposed to be because it was... The answer is uh, he was supposed to be a replacement for Palpatine because Abrams didn't want to think of an original story. And you know what? Fair enough. That's definitely what he was hired to do. They saw what he did with Star Trek and said, "Do it with Star Wars." And he, and he said, did. "Fine." And he did. And I don't begrudge anyone who ate it up and liked it. Um more power to you. I mean, it's it's a it's a form of entertainment and it's there to, you know, to enjoy. But don't fucking try to tell me that it has any type of storytelling credibility in on the same level as the originals, or that it fits in with them uh, in the same manner, because it so- doesn't. It's not a. It's not a real story being told. It's it's pretend. It's a ride. It's 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 a fucking uh, video game let's play. I these aren't. He's not making characters in the universe. And he doesn't care for this stuff to make sense, and it's not supposed to make sense in universe. Like you said, the reason that uh, like you ate up like that stuff about Luke Skywalker's a legend and you get to like feed off of Ray being excited is because you're excited because of he's a legend to you. And I argue that he made the right move because if he had have tried, To write an original character and not appeal to audiences in the same way that he did, then it would not have been as well-liked.
0: It would have been The Last Jedi.
1: It would have been... It would have been appealing to someone like me, and I still probably wouldn't have liked it, but I would have had respect for it at least. But then, no one else would have liked it. People who just want an entertaining film. I wanted, like, a true, honest, real sequel and i felt stupid afterwards cuz i was like of course it was never going to be that it's disney and jj abrams why sure. did i think that they were going to try and do anything interesting with it right well but for what it is i don't ha- i hated it like the first time i saw it but i don't hate it now i sat through this screening and i was just fine I was like, oh, okay. I really now fully understand exactly what this is. Yeah. And it's not my thing, but I'm not offended
0: by it. Do you think that... Actually, no, I'll save this for when we talk about The Last Jedi. I, I would like to go... Because we've been v- relatively shitting on it. Or you have, and I've been, you know, passively agreeing with you at this point. Um, I would like to say that even if they're... A bit two-dimensional at points i do like the new original characters like the four protagonists i do find that there's enough interesting things there but only now with the context of the next film if that makes sense so like i don't i i think that the performances of daisy ridley um john boyega oscar isaacs and adam driver for the kind of film this is, like pulpy fun, are pretty good. I think you can, I can, I think that they do a pretty good job and that there is enough there. Um, like he isn't, a compl- I don't want to say he's like, he's not a bad filmmaker, he's just a hack. Do you know what I mean? Like J.J. <laughs> J. Abrams isn't bad, he's just, you know, like a what's the word? Like he's a company he knows man, how to, he's a company man, yeah, he he knows but, how to like run a set and tick a box totally but like he whoever wrote this which i think was um the guy that wrote jurassic park and stuff um did leave an interesting framework and like however much this movie this screening specifically was really deflating for me and how like it just felt it felt like junk food Like, it felt like a hamburger. Like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is a tasty burger. And then I bite it. And then uh, I'm kind of like, it it doesn't taste as good as it looks. You know, like, that was this experience for me. However, in a way, I do think his mystery box thing works because of how this franchise was set up. Now hear me out. Yeah, well, I mean it's always it's always got
1: a it's always got a setup. Hear me out. It's a good it's always a good setup. It is yeah, it is on.
0: an interesting setup. So do I think this franchise would have been better? So okay. Let's take a step back. The inter- one an interesting point with this trilogy is they offered it to they offered the whole series to JJ and he only accepted the first film. So mm. what they decided to do was they decided to give one film to three different directors. Um, and I think the reason he only accepted the first one is because he, he knows he's only good at first acts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he knows that he can't do past that. Like, at least yeah. he has the wherewithal to fucking know that he can only write, you know, season one of Lost. You know? Yeah, he's like, not stupid. He's not stupid. So... Kathleen Kennedy made an interesting decision. You know, I know she's fucking Satan to a lot of Star Wars fans. The people some of you listening to this, she fucking needs to die in hell. But she gave the second film to Ryan Johnson and the third one to what was his name Colin Traver- Trevorrow? Was that the yeah. So they, yeah. you know, so what they were going to do is they were going to have three distinct voices. Now do I think that these movies may have needed a treatment to begin with to keep Star Wars fans happy? Yes. They they should have had a plan for the three movies. But because they didn't, we got one of the most interesting love letters and fuck yous in cinema history, which is The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um... Is there a, what? What are some little nitpick? What are some other little nitpicks with um the uh Force Awakens that you'd like to bring up now before we move on?
1: Well, this will this will carry on into the Last Jedi, but um, I want to say that I think this was doomed from the start to never make any sense. Sure, because because of the First Order, like what this trilogy really should have been about is, like, the rise of the First Order, which you can argue it is trying to be, but it's not, because when the film starts, they're already as powerful as the Empire was in A New Hope. Sure. But it's only been 30 years since uh, Return of the Jedi. So, I mean, that's completely absurd, that the Empire was defeated, um, but... But then, like, 30 years later, there's just, like, a whole new... That would be, like, that would be, like, if, the, if, like, there was, like, a whole entire new version of the Nazis in 1975 and they'd already taken over the world.
0: I, I have to say, Dane, that you're a bit ignorant with that perspective. Oh, go on. Um, they blew up a space station... That mm-hmm. the, the lead, one of the leaders was on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: To quote, in, oh fucking hell, I'm this cunt. Um, to quote inglorious bastards, like you can kill Hitler, but there's still Goebbels. There's still what their fucking names are, right? Like just because yeah. you cut the head off doesn't mean it's dead, right? It's a Hydra. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. if 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 we're gonna go into full fucking war mode, just because. At the end of one movie, we see a space station explode. Which, by the way, we see a crashed version of it in the last film, which makes no fucking sense because you see it explode. Um, Mm. Doesn't necessarily mean that that's all their resources and that the Empire is completely defeated. Oh, it's it's clearly
1: not. Because the First Order is clearly using all of the resources, like all the assets of... The Empire, but here's the thing: the the Return of the Jedi ends with them all uh, dancing
0: immediately after right. blowing up the Death Star.
1: Right. So, what else are you meant to take from that, other than the Rebels won? And if 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 that's not it, and you're supposed to be like, yeah, but the, you know they didn't win. Well, then it shows that they had nothing to to celebrate. And to me, it completely undermines the first trilogy and Luke's journey, because all they did was then defeat Darth Vader, defeat the Emperor, blow up the Death Star, uh, and then within 30 years, things are worse, things are worse than ever. Well, then, with that in mind, watching Return of the Jedi and seeing them all dancing at the end isn't exactly the fun celebration that you remember and you really can't get behind it because you
0: know... It does become that... a lot more cynical, doesn't it? Yeah, it's awfully
1: dark. Yeah. And it's it's like, oh, well, now Princess Leia is, you know, back to, like, restore the Republic. Well, except she's not. And in this one, she's a general and is running, like, an even more diminished um, rebellion than she was. It's the resistance. Yeah, they're called the the resistance down. Because for some reason, they have to change the fucking names of these things, even though it's implied that they're the same thing. But, again, like, he's fucking stupid characters sometimes calling the originals a myth and other times knowing them as if they're fucking nerds for it. In this they refer like in the opening scroll they refer to the First Order as a new threat it says a new threat has risen and they also refer to um, not the not the um, resistance but they refer to the current standing government as the Republic they say the resistance is teaming up with the Republic well
0: Which is never properly explained at all.
1: Yeah, if this army, if this group of, um, soldiers who are the resistance to the First Order, who is a fascist threat in the galaxy, well then, wouldn't that just be the Republican army? Except it's not. It seems that the Republic has no army, and in fact, no presence. It's just written in the opening scroll... That the Republic is teaming up with the Resistance. Well, what's the Republic doing? Nothing. 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 They don't exist in the film. They only exist in the opening scroll. Totally. And well, why and, is oh, it? Oh, you called? see them get blown up. That doesn't make any. Yo, yeah, no. Of course, it doesn't
0: make any sense. And that's like this viewing of the of the series, um, really, really brought down my opinion of this movie because I've grown the fuck up. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, at least you can say with the prequels that it, it as as shit as they are, they're just poorly made. At least the fucking story makes sense in terms of the overarching
0: narrative sure it doesn't this one contra- doesn't the, make the only the major contradiction there is in the prequels is the introduction of like midichlorians and stuff like that's the one jumping the sh- the really big jumping the shark bit in yeah the prequels. that's
1: just a that's just a that's just more a bummer than something that doesn't make sense trying to explain ex- yeah, it's little things like that but in this it's like um yeah it's it's the first order has risen what do you mean? Don't you mean that um they like what that would imply that the empire was never defeated, they just rebranded. Well, the, the, you know, because because they have they have all the fucking uh spaceships and and Would and, you and have shit.
0: less of a problem if it was just the empire?
1: No, because it would still be like I understand that logically you can say well at the end of return of the jedi they didn't really defeat the empire they just like you know they cut off the head of the hydra but there's still an awful lot of 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 power out there you know the journey has just begun it's like yeah but is that really what was implied well, by there, the end there, of well return there is a the really jedi?
0: big uh allegory in star wars for world war ii that's like yes. a thing George Lucas has talked about. Now you think about oh god, I'm this cunt again. Um, you think about what the end of World War One, the Depression, and then World War Two, and think mm-hmm. about like what happened with Germany in that time. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is possible to watch the original films in a bubble. I've done it. Like, I've watched the original trilogy and not had to think and not at any point has my mind wandered to the prequels or the sequels. Like, you can enjoy them as a film series. You know, that, that these movies haven't magically wished them away or changed them.
1: No, despite them trying very hard yeah. to.
0: So, you know, like, however much of a hack job it is that J.J. did, um, I think on a meta-narrative and in terms of themes um the last jedi does try to address it would you agree
1: yeah definitely and like to a fault
0: interesting because yeah do you want to talk about the last Jedi? okay so i was thinking um just to kind of keep it smooth would you like to read the best and worst reviews for the force awakens now yeah yeah okay let's do that um, while you're get while you're finding that and getting it up, I would also like to say that um, I found that all of the performances of the original cast members really shit. Like they they're uh, yeah. sleepwalking Harrison through Ford the fucking in movie. Particular. Yeah, like Harrison uh, Ford and Carrie Fisher, who you'd expect to have chemistry at this point, have zero chemistry. Like their scenes together, literally. Like they look like they're just thinking about their paycheck, you know, like there's just absolutely nothing yeah. there. For these characters Ford that were is... married, these characters that were madly in love, these characters that lost their son to like pure evil and their brother and best friend, they just seem so nonchalant and yeah, none of that stuff, none of that stuff is real to them. No. At all.
1: You have to fill in the blanks in your head to to make that shit real. Yeah. Because it doesn't translate in the performances at at all. Like it's not it's not and it's not even fully down to them. It's not even written in there.
0: No, but even even like Chewbacca's and Han Solo's interactions feel so contrived and so like MCU jokey. I know
1: that, um, this has been said a million times over, but it's because it's so true. It really does feel like a reunion special, like a happy days reunion special where like you'll have fucking, um, Henry Winkler and Ron Howard, you know, standing on the happy days set. And then they'll recite some pre-written dialogue where he's like, well, Fonz, um, boy, these sure are happy days hey how are you know.
0: doing or whatever yeah i don't know what they say in yeah, that show neither. but
1: they're they're reciting they're reciting their lines to us not not in character but saying hey yeah remember star wars yeah yeah it's me it's he's he's kind of like well chewy we're on the millennium falcon again he may we're as well home, look Chewie. into the fucking camera yeah like why would he say that? For the trailer. That's just stupid... He's... Yeah, he says that for the trailer. He says it for the audience. It doesn't make any... Chew... Chewbacca should be like, what? <laughs> what do you mean we're home? That's such a non-Han Solo line. He wouldn't say that. Okay. I got the review up. Sure. Want... We're going to read... Oh, why don't I read the good one first? Sure. we know how this is going to go. So this is... Jay Reed, 94. four, I'm not going to read the numbers. Okay. Um, October, 2017, a true Star Wars movie. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I know this among many other reviews will just find themselves lost in translation with thousands of others. But what won't deter me, deter me from conveying how simply awesome this movie was, it was truly a Star Wars movie. To have just enough fresh material meshed so fluidly with the old stuff everyone loves is a truly amazing feat. I've read countless reviews that say this movie has lost all heart and doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie and the answer to that is simply wrong. From glorious dogfights to scene-stealing droids to gritty lightsaber battles, this movie has everything I want in a Star Wars film. And more. There are some real moments of raw emotion too that I think the prequels tried to instill but just couldn't. The plot is perfection. The new characters had perfect chemistry with the old. The effects were even more mind-blowing than the trailers led me to believe, etc., etc., etc. Please don't even bother reading any laughable negative reviews. Simply see this spectacle for yourself. Yeah, so a few positive things I want to point out is that I do like the new characters. Yeah. And I will call them characters because they're given... um, Maybe not a, necessarily a backstory, but... They're given an interesting, like, um, like plot um, launch point. I can't think of the right word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The the d- defecting stormtrooper, very interesting. I was very interested to see what happened with that. Um, Poe um, is, you know, he's kind of an interesting character. He doesn't have like much interesting going for him externally, um, but Oscar Isaac is a fantastic. Oh, he's actor. incredibly charming. And it's like, you know, he could, he could have been, he could have been really good. Just like a hotshot pilot in the fucking, you know, it's still a new type of character that we haven't seen in Star Wars. I was looking forward to him. And Ray is an interesting character. Um, Oh, also, um, what's his name? Ben. um, Kylo Ren. Played by. Adam Driver. Played by. Adam Driver, who I also think is, is really good and turned out to be the most interesting character in the trilogy. I'm I'm
0: glad you share the same sentiment that like they are the shining light in the film and that's what like made me interested. Like, and, and that, that, that from this viewing is what I value is that in this movie, there is enough there and enough mystery box (laughs) <laughs> yeah that, that that what Ryan Johnson does with the characters is infinitely interesting in my opinion
1: what's 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 really sad to me though is that these are strong characters on the surface that you don't need a mystery box totally but I, I, I guess I'm using nothing the wrong else phrase.
0: like I'm just using that as like a as a
1: no I understand like because he 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 plays with the mystery box that gets people excited like Who is Rey and who are her family? Guess what? I don't give a shit who her fucking family is and you Like fucking um Finn like they keep trying to like throughout the trilogy kept trying to allude to something Deeper going on with him like he has force sensitivity or something That's stupid. What would be more interesting is seeing his like emotional journey like a redemption story from being a stormtrooper to fighting the I Empire. I don't
0: think they really show a progression of force sensitivity until the last film where they really sh- fucking
1: until shoot the, the it end in. where it's yeah where they just but that's 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 the that's the only thing. Poe uh does nothing. Um the only other guy like Adam Driver's uh, character is the closest thing to anything interesting happening. But I mean, you had real characters there. And he could have done something with them, but instead, like, tries to make Adam Driver just, like, a rip-off Darth Vader. And I get that- I get that that was part of the character, but I think that he was- he was more than- We're still talking about The
0: Force Awakens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to say positive things. Cool. (laughs) Um, uh, and also, um, yeah, that's it. I like the character setups. That's it. And I like those actors, but although, although I think that their performances are a bit shitty in this one, but I that's think fault, I not think theirs. I
0: think they're adequate for the kind of light-hearted film this mainly is.
1: But I think in Last Jedi, their performances are great.
0: Agreed. Um, shall we read the bad review?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um... oh shit i've lost it hang on um i think it's this oh yeah here we go so this is Fisivids. um december 2015 disappointment all round one star i was really looking forward to this movie even knowing that abrams will be directing it and now i wish i didn't watch it (laughs) it was just bad no other words for it Everyone already said about plot being just a random rehash of previous episodes. We've already seen all situations, all locations, all plot turns. There's nothing original in this movie, and it seems pointless in general. Some basics of the Star Wars universe are changed to accommodate the characters. Now a guy who is not a Force user can fight with a trained Sith using a lightsaber. Untrained Force user can... Yeah, by the time of by the time the film was at a close, I didn't care about stuff like that. But that's nitpicking. Like...
0: like who cares? That's a um, nitpick in my opinion.
1: I don't think that's a nitpick. Yeah. That would be like that would be like if Han Solo picked up a fucking lightsaber and fought Darth Vader um, in hand. He Empire does pick Strikes up a Back.
0: lightsaber to open up the Tonton to put fucking Luke in.
1: Yeah, and he has a he's holding it all weird and shit. He's like, ugh. I mean but what if in Empire, what if Empire strikes back he had a like a fucking duel and almost and almost beat Darth Vader at the end. Like like not only is that not believable, that might be the nitpick, but it definitely deflates the intimidation factor of what who's meant to be your main villain.
0: I wasn't but- at all concerned about that because Chewbacca went on a rampage and fucking shot Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren was injured. Like I was at no point like like in my brain, I knew that if Kylo Ren wasn't shot by Chewie, he would have just cut fucking Finn's head off. So uh, like I, that to me is a nitpick. He's like punk. Okay. He's like trying. Like he's injured. It's like fighting a one-armed man at that point, and he's still lost. So it's not. Yeah, like I he think wins. It, I think it
1: would have been. I think it would have been sick if like Kylo Ren, even with one arm, just. Fucking smash! Well, I,
0: I also like, and I didn't, I didn't mind that either because, like, if you remember with the marketing material and with how the kind of film was leaning, it looked like at times Finn was the one that was going to end up with the like that the, they were setting it up with with Ray and like you know it's you, it's you're stupid if you don't think about it or you don't realize it early on. But like, oh
1: yeah, for yeah, Finn's meant to actually be like forced. Guy, yeah, like right. it
0: looks like he's the like he's the one on the poster with the with the lightsaber. Like it is mm. a reveal then when when Ray gets the lightsaber that she is the one. Like it's not it's not a good reveal and like like I said with this viewing it's like so fucking painfully obvious. But think about like yeah, wrapping never up in the that time was meant
1: to be a reveal. That's crazy. What's that? Sorry. Uh, I remember like when the film was coming out, I never once thought that like any other character was gonna be the new Luke other than Ray.
0: Well I I fucking I was I again I fell for it. I popped.
1: Do you know why? Because you weren't so pessimistic about Disney back then. You probably thought that they had the balls to make a black guy the main character and make him gay, which I knew they would never do. Yeah yeah, they
0: they definitely didn't make him the main character and they definitely didn't make him gay, so I don't they know. They almost
1: go out of their way to, to like make that. No, th- that, they've like said obvious. this in
0: interviews that they were like really hiding the fucking subtext in there. Like, there's this bit near the end of the movie where Poe runs over to Finn and he fucking looks him up and down and he bites his bottom lip and it's like, like I shuddered like when I see that. I'm like, mm. oh, you know. And the fact that that's what they wanted. Oh, I, I'm not gonna go into I'm not gonna be a faggot at the moment. So let's let's Damn, go. that's
1: crazy. I didn't know that they were doing that shit on purpose. They were doing that I shit on they purpose.
0: Were... They they were pushing that's for it. That's they wanted so it. Fucked. They thought it was interesting.
1: Yeah, but because they it is interesting. follow th- they, yeah, but they were never gonna follow through.
0: Of course not. But also like you gotta remember that like a lot of Star Wars fans are right-leaning white guys, so they were never going to do that anyway. Like, it's 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 already a problem that the three main characters are a woman, a Hispanic person, and black. Like, that's already too much for most Star Wars fans.
1: Yeah, I mean... I'll give you that one, but I think it's more Disney. I mean, their Marvel fan base is not exactly right-leaning white guys. That's something that's, like, very... Uh, i don't know woke pc whatever but is it they how yeah the major like the the really diehard fan base that's like fucking dem central that's like liberal shit is it yeah
0: i just see it as a bunch of white people running white guys running around for the most part
1: yeah because that's what it is but the people who love it aren't that the right wing guys who love superheroes like DC shit.
0: That's true. Let's let's continue with this review because we're getting a bit sidetracked here.
1: Yeah. Okay. So if you thought that was nitpicky, then uh, the rest of this will annoy you. Untrained. That force is a nitpick. User, you- I'm not, I'm
0: gonna die on that hill continue
1: untrained force user can use jedi mind tricks with no training at all sith can feel a non-force user from across considerable distance but not if the same man is standing 10 meters apart from him let
0: me guess this guy's read like 30 of the fucking legacy novels or something yeah definitely definitely is a
1: a book i never read the books by the way i read a couple
0: of them they were pretty good
1: cool stormtroopers see sith have a fit if pointless hysterics and calmly walk away from him despite his summons Lightside is a constant seduction to siths and so on and so on it all feels like a badly written fanfic uh and spoilers oh uh, and it is also filmed badly. In all Star Wars movies, first appearance of ship or planet always has a moment was a momentous scene. This is totally lost here. Also, there are many unflattering camera angles, poorly choreographed scenes, battle sequences are rushed and not always thought out. With modern technology and special effects, could have been magnificent, but instead it's cheap looking. I've caught myself thinking that A New Hope looked better and more advanced than this one. Maybe I. Now, uh, if you've never watched that's a Star fucking Wars, lie. Yeah i I don't think that's true at all. No.
0: Like this movie in like, okay, so I think the cinematography and the editing in the Last Jedi are phenomenal. Mm. Com- like com- compared to this, but this still doesn't look bad. Like I don't think no, this it is doesn't. A bad no, it doesn't look movie. bad.
1: I mean, I agree. I didn't find any of the action in this one particularly exciting. It kind of felt like something I would see on TV, or it felt um similar to the marvel movies where it's like bog standard action scenes yeah. i just i just didn't care for it but it doesn't look bad no it looks it looks fucking uh like 300 million dollars worth of special effects it looks good as shit totally um yeah i think that he's saying that just because he doesn't know what else like what else to criticize but there's a so million other things to, to criticize contrary.
0: he was mainly nitpicking <laughs>
1: he doesn't know what else to... Cri- he doesn't know how to criticize anything else. So, it's just like... It doesn't even look good. It's shit. Yeah. It's just bad. It's just bad. Uh, 1 out of 10, just because it's impossible to give zero. Oof. Damn. Oofed. But, you know, that, I don't think there were many... That was a very unpopular opinion at the time. I don't think that... Like, there even like the... Um the the diehard star wars fans who oh no there was the group who was like raise a mary sue which is true but they they were using it as an excuse to just be pissed off that a that there's a woman in the lead role oh
0: yeah like that there's taking so, like she's in my opinion a bit of a mary sue but like hmm. not not to the not to the point where they can be like it's not she's not captain marvel in my she's not that level of mary sue you know like no she's
1: not constantly kicking ass she has she has points where she's like scared she's confused she's she's weak she's vulnerable but she is a chosen Um, one
0: like it's it's pretty obvious that she's the chosen one or like and and, and that's an arc and that is a character archetype that exists in so many franchises and female and male have had very similar arcs And people, and men specifically haven't had a problem with it, but they do now.
1: Yeah. I have a problem with it all the time because I find that very uninteresting. Oh, of course. No,
0: no, no. Again, like, I understand you and your, your critical analysis of things. And to me, a lot of it, I find boring and shit, but I find it interesting that these are the kind of people that love Neo Or... Fuck, that's a terrible example. (laughs) Neo... Neo in the second Matrix movie, but, like, fucking hate Ray, You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't... What I didn't like is that... um, Was mainly because... If it's a soft reboot, then at least fucking, like, repeat the shit that made it good. To me, what I... when, When I recall... Uh, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader in the first one. Um, what I really liked was just how intimidating Vader was. Sure. In that... Um, and how weak and naive Luke is. Um, so, you get the feeling that if Vader fought Luke in the first movie, at the point where Vader defeats Obi-Wan... It would have been fucked. He, he would have just gotten fucked up when vader's like you know starts approaching him and then the doors shut it's like oh thank god because like he would have fucking just turned luke into a fucking pile of shit yeah but but in this one ray just like fights kylo ren and you know kylo's injured and he's fighting two people at once so he's still obviously the stronger one but he's not it's like the same massive intimidating figure and Rey is definitely not as useless as Luke was in the first one which is fine for that to be the case but for me I much prefer like that former situation where you have like
0: so you want it to be even more like the originals
1: no 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 I'm saying that if you're gonna do a fucking soft reboot and try to just repeat the original then do that because that's part of what was so appealing uh, about that would Link annoy me
0: more if they just did that again like that 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 would be more frustrating to me
1: than watching a lazy sword fight
0: What do you mean watching a lazy sword fight between Ray and Kylo? Watching
1: Ray and Kylo just have like a fucking lightsaber duel just because you gotta have one? I mean, what were the stakes there? Honestly, were you on the edge of your seat being like, come on, Ray? In the cinema, I was. (laughs) Oh, right. When I saw it the first time,
0: I was the fucking shill.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I I was fucking
0: super into that. I jumped out of my just... seat when she fucking grabbed the lightsaber. I was like, go ah! you know?
1: Oh my god. Yeah, I know. That
0: sucked. Are you embarrassed to fucking... be my friend?
1: <laughs> no, man, you are definitely in the majority there. I
0: know, but but like I, I have a different opinion now, though. Like I'm I was far less into that this viewing. Like I wasn't into that really at all you know the only the only thing i got out of this and i mm. the only respect i have for this movie now is when i'm watching the last jedi mm-hmm. but for a, but the op- but for the opposite reasons most people so most people will watch the last jedi and then miss the force awakens i watch the last jedi and i'm not going to say my opinion of it but i have a feeling it's o- quite obvious um, that certain things that I respect certain things in the original because of how the filmmaker has been able to subvert them in the sequel. Does that make sense? Like the, yeah. the only way I can really appreciate the force awakens now is if I watch the last Jedi straight afterwards.
1: Well, let's get into the last Jedi. Sure.
0: Um, let's, uh, let's, uh, have a plot description then, shall we?
1: Yeah. Oh, so, quickly! Oh, oh,
0: uh, oh, 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 oh! Bang. Okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I just wanna end my little little talk about the Force Awakens with the end of the movie is Ray get they get the fucking schematics to find Luke, and she goes, and she finds Luke on this water planet on an island, a little hermit dude, and she holds out a lightsaber to him now in the context of the okay yeah that that's it that's where the movie ends i just need to make that uh, make a point of that anyway continue
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so after after that happens um it's um it takes place like straight after like it's immediately after it it, it's Um, actually
0: i think there's two timelines here but it's that's a problem I think a lot of people have with this movie that there are two timelines that eventually meet. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh,
1: timeline timeline A, we'll call it, is um F- F- Fin and Poe. I keep calling them. I keep going to call them Pin and Foe, but fo- F- Finn Fin and Poe um, are on the. Sp- spaceship with the the resistance and princess leia is is there they're definitely not the um, rebels yeah no they're the resistance and um and then um the they're being pursued by the first order not the empire the first order and um they go to light speed right and then they fucking they're like yo we got away because we did light speed and then the the first order follows them. They do light speed as well and end up in the same place. And they're like, what the fuck just happened? And then someone's like, they tracked us through light speed. And they're like, they can do that? So bam, there's your fucking threat. First order has come up with technology to track them through light speed, which means they can't just go to escape again through light speed because they're going to track them.
0: And we have them they tied have- to the other side of a string.
1: Yeah, and they have limited fuel, I think. Then, so they can't go refuel at the resistance base because they'll give away their position. Yeah, they'll Something just get like forward and blown up. Yeah, um, and then uh, plot B is Ray is on the island with Luke Skywalker, where she's tracked him down to, um, give him the lightsaber and just be like you gotta come and help us the first order is gonna kill the universe um and but turns out he's um he he doesn't want to come and help because he's a depressed yeah that's that's pretty much it right and is there anything i missed that
0: that's like that's like describes the first five minutes of the movie oh man
1: but there's like Oh man! So then, fucking like Finn uh, meets up with Rose, who's this new character, and they gotta go to find this secret code breaker so that they can do something. I forget what the point of okay, that was. Okay, let's uh,
0: let's I'll, I'll, let's leave it there. Let's. I'm not gonna. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we'll leave it there. Uh, you don't need to do this
1: again like the first one with how they set up the characters but don't follow through this one i feel like sets up an interesting plot but doesn't follow through
0: interesting Interesting. because i
1: think the light i think the light speed thing sets up a really like sets up some really interesting shit but then for me it just like goes weird what do you think
0: my opinion of this movie is
1: well, I think you've made it pretty clear that you at least have a level of respect for it.
0: I fucking love this film. Really? I fucking love it. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. I, I've i seen this four times. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw this, I had a very similar experience to... Um. Maybe I've seen it five, but I had a very similar experience to the uh the force awakens where it was like I had my rose tinted glasses on right mm-hmm. and yeah. I was like, oh that was fun and that was great and then I was like walking home and something felt a bit off in me mm-hmm. like it didn't feel like it wasn't sitting well with me and I think it was like a heroin addict where I was so ready for something very similar to the force awakens, which is just regurgitated tripe that mm-hmm. it started to sit wrong with me because it was different and it was doing something different yeah and then I saw it the second time and I didn't really like it I'm like this is this isn't Star Wars what is this? you know and I'd been sitting on the internet in the the fucking negativity echo chamber where like you know everyone has these fucking really jejun bullshit perspectives on a movie And Mm -hmm. that that warped my perspective of it. And but the but the thing was I couldn't stop thinking about it. And like Mm -hmm. everything about it, the characters, the plot, the themes, this movie this Star Wars film stuck with me and like I couldn't get it out of my fucking head. And then the third time I watched it, it became my favorite Star Wars film. Mm Mm-hmm. This okay. is going to be a really interesting conversation, I have a feeling, because I, I yeah. feel like you don't like this film. Um, um, and then I watched it again, and it even more cemented my my love for this film. And mm. it it comes from a meta-narrative, like the production of it, to what he's trying to say to the filmmaking of it. Um, yeah. The criticisms I had... The second time I watched it, were gone. This time, I this time like the, the 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 only criticism I I really have is that the actress that plays Rose is not that good. Mm. I don't even hate her as a character anymore. Um,
1: no, I like I like Rose. I like
0: Rose. I like Rose. I don't think the actress is strong. I I think that really brings it down. She's a bit ham fisted. And like I hated the subplot with the fucking, with the, the the gambling planet. But like this, but 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 I don't mind it now. And like actually, actually, I enjoy it. It's fun. And I remember it going way longer. It's ten minutes of the movie.
1: Yeah, it's that's not it's yeah, not much it's at really all. Not much.
0: Um, yeah. the, he does daring things with the original characters. He actually builds in 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 the writing of this. He actually really follows through and gives poe a character poe has an arc in this movie ray has an arc in this movie kylo fucking ren has an arc in this movie and Mm. um finn is probably the one that i'm the most disappointed with but it he does follow up what was set up in the original like there is progression there but like, I guess it's like I'm disappointed in that because I think he was the most of the most interesting of the original in the original film. Would you agree? Um, Finn. Finn. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely. So like, he's more like building, whereas like this is really the foundations for these characters in this film, for the other mm. ones, because in the first one they're like incredibly two dimensional. Um. Please tell me why you don't like it. Oh, 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 Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I get excited. So the fucking, you know, because J.J. didn't accept the series, Ryan Johnson got to fucking write and direct a Star Wars movie. And you can tell he loves Star Wars, but he's also not mm. a fucking hack. So he went out of his way to tell his own story. And, you know, like he, he gets this, there's this fucking mystery box bullshit with the original one where JJ's like, oh, what's it gonna be? Whoa, who are Ray's parents? And, and it's and, and, up and, and to Brian literal-
1: Johnson to answer that.
0: Yeah, and no, but he, but but his answer is fuck you. Let the past <laughs> die. Literally, this yeah. movie is nostalgia sucks. It's good and all in, you know, like it' awesome. Get you've got that out of your system with that. Now I'm gonna show you what fucking Star Wars is gonna be from now on.
1: Well, yeah. Or this I'll, what, I'll... what
0: I want this story to be, and and I have to just sorry before you go into it. Sorry, I'm, I get excited because oh, okay. I love this film. Um, the movie, like I had to pin, I had to mention the point of the ending of the Force Awakens, which is which is J, J. Abrams handing the baton, like in a relay, mm. to Ryan Johnson. Yeah. It 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 is it is a fucking manifestation of the production history of these films. He's handing yeah. him. He's going. Here you go. Now take what I've written. And and uh, make your Star Wars movie.
1: This is interesting. I wanna I wanna ask your opinion on this because I was gonna bring it up. And then very and early then on.
0: Ryan Johnson goes nah and throws it away. And it is literally was- the manifestation of him going nah. I'm gonna do my own thing here.
1: That was definitely on purpose, right? Oh, of course
0: it was, and it was fucking awesome yeah. and so many people fucking hated it. And yeah, I, I loved it. It is it is And again, it's I love it because it plays into the meta narrative. Like and also yeah. it fits with what I like I it, for me it's logical for what Luke's gone through for him to do that. Like mm. the pe- the fact that people wanted Luke Skywalker running around with a lightsaber. Fo- like, he even says it in the movie. What do you want me to pick up a laser sword and take on the entire First Order on my own? Like, that's what the audience wanted. Yeah. And that's not what Ryan Johnson thought the audience deserved. And I don't think that's what Star Wars fan deserved either. But it fucking no, but pissed then, so many people off. Holy but shit. But then,
1: at the... But then... Um, what I what I find interesting is that at the end he he kind of does do he that he doesn't though he gives the, he not Luke shows up at the end with a lightsaber and stands off against it's a, it's another Kylo fuck Renan. you
0: it's another fuck you it's a force it's like ghost. here you go here's
1: the thing that you want yeah but yeah. it's a force ghost it's a I just force thought ghost. that I was interesting it. that he still he still kind of threw those things in there that people were expecting but at the same time
0: says it's a, um, he's doing a Paul Verhoeven. You know, yeah. it's a, it's a, you give, you give someone the taste of something they kind of want and then mm. you, and then you go, and then you blow their mind with doing something original and, well, before we, yeah, sorry. And, oh, sorry. Please tell me why you don't like this film.
1: Um, okay. So, well, um, I wouldn't say I, um, don't I wouldn't say I don't like now. it. now.
0: Come on. No, no. Like, this is I, juicy I, because, content
1: there's different thing, there's, 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 there's very different ways of looking at it, and, um, like you said, there's a, there's a running meta-narrative throughout the, throughout the trilogy, so it depends on, like, how you look at it. In terms of the meta-narrative that exists, and Abrams established, um, I really like it. In terms of, um, a film that just, Stands there on its own without any of this other subtext or you know overlaying text. Um, I think it's it's like it's okay. I'd probably say it's kind of poor.
0: In but, in, what, um, in what aspects?
1: I'll I'll get into sorry that.
0: sorry I'm jumping on um, the gun. I just wanna I just wanna but I just want to say
1: you. like I just want to say like what my opinion my my first impressions when I went and saw this at the theater was um, I was so disappointed with. um the the other one that i didn't i didn't go and see this on the um oh wait actually i did i went and saw it on the on opening day i just didn't go at midnight yeah um but i but i i still went uh the first day and um went you know sat in the theater watched it and that was a um a very weird because it was the first time i'd ever been to see a star wars movie where people weren't all dressed up and excited uh, kind of felt like that sh- that kind of shit had had died a little. Um, but I came out and I really liked it and I didn't so much enjoy it as a film. I think it's very flawed. but what I really did enjoy is that meta narrative because I read it that way too when I first saw it when he grabs the lightsaber off of her at the, at the beginning and then just throws it away. I laughed, like, and I was to. the only You're person, meant to laugh. I was in a, I was in a packed theater and I was the only one that laughed and I felt like everyone else was confused. I thought that shit was funny. And I knew that that was like a direct, like, this is stupid. Um, and he just, he just tosses it away. So like, w- w- what the fuck do you want me to do with that? And throughout the film, I really enjoyed those aspects. I, I loved that he was saying that, That movie, that movie was stupid, um, for all the, for all the nostalgia shit. I think that him, him writing, like, let the past die was a very direct response to that, to this obsession with nostalgia. That's the whole
0: theme of the movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, it's, I think it, I think it really is him responding to that, to, like, milking it for nostalgia. He's saying, like, you know, no, like, fuck that. Take this shit seriously, and i think and my theory is that this is why this film failed for all those people is because they wanted um they wanted, they wanted force Rehash awakens it. again yeah they wanted they wanted um, a soft reboot of empire strikes back they wanted these characters to be avatars for them again but ryan johnson Tr- takes them seriously he makes them and, characters and he, t- he makes turns them, them independent into...
0: characters he gives them arcs
1: yeah gives the gives the, like they they really feel like characters and i gotta say the performances are so much better in this agreed
0: film. i agree completely even carrie fisher um,
1: yeah because i remember like when i was re-watching the force awakens um, I turned to my wife and who wasn't watching, she was just lazing about on the couch. But I turned to her and I was like, I remember Daisy Ridley being good. Why does she suck in this? And then when I watched Last Jedi, I was like, oh, I was remembering this, where I was like, this chick is talented. And like I felt like Oscar Isaac, um, what's his ass, the other two guys seen them in other things they're all exceptionally talented and i thought they sucked in force awakens but they're great in this they really showcase their skills because he's given them real characters and ryan johnson say what you will about him and you know he's filmed some of these films i don't particularly care for but the guy is a a real director but he's like he's he's a real artist star
0: wars fan as well like i i can tell that he loves star wars
1: And you know how I can tell that he loves Star Wars? Because this is the thing that I really did like about the film. Like, all meta shit aside, what I really liked about this and how I could consider this to be a Star Wars film is the sheer amount of respect he has for the philosophy of the Force and how it works. Abrams doesn't give a fuck about any of that shit. Those two other films that he does, it's all about, uh, what is the Force, and to him, I think his response would be very similar to the response that Ray gives when Luke asks her, What is the Force? And she's just like, Oh, you can like make stuff float. It's like, It's like powers. It's totally, Luke,
0: it's totally that. That's part of this meta narrative, too. It's him shitting on that, in my opinion.
1: You're saying you think that the Force is just powers. And Luke's like, No, stupid. I'll whack you on the hand. And he gives what I consider to be the best description of the Force in any of the Star Wars films. He describes it beautifully. As if how someone in the real world would describe what a religion means to someone. In that it's this...
0: Binding um, Force. The things in between. This
1: this binding force. The things in between. It's, It's everything. And... It's like so clear that Ryan Johnson really gives a shit about that, and that's why he likes the original films. And that's why I like the original films. It's all about a spiritual journey for this character. Yeah. Learning what the force is, but more than anything, having respect for it and learning humility. No, it's not just powers that you gain that let you win. It's it's, it's not a, Dragon it's, Ball Z. Yeah, exactly. It's something that you need to understand and respect. And that, you know, it implies that when a Jedi is using their force powers, they're not harnessing, like, powers that they have. They're basically asking permission for the force to do things for them because they have a respect for it. And the dark side is the one that thinks the force is theirs. Yes. Which is the opinion that Abrams has of it. Which is hilarious. He's a fucking dark side of the he force is a guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's a Sith.
0: <laughs> so, please um, entertain me. Like, I just... I, I'm begging you to tell me what you don't like about this movie.
1: Oh, um... You know... The things the things that I don't like is um, just, like, very basic plot stuff. Because um, you did come into the- this
0: saying you didn't like it.
1: I still don't like it in terms of like, uh, a traditional film. Like, I don't really want to sit down and watch it. I'm not really entertained by it in terms of like a proper just story, just straight told. Um, I think that there's parts where it drags. I didn't really care for the, the code breaker thing. Like they get the, they, they, they get the master code breaker, like they end up in a jail, and is that meant to be secretly who the master code breaker was? No, it was no. The the joke
0: is that like it was the gentleman at the thing, but there's this other guy like that can do it as well, right? Yeah, but like I take that like I take I I hated that original storyline originally because I'm like oh it's pointless like that there's no it serves no purpose in the film. But when you think mm. of the like the themes, like you like one of the themes is let the past die. Let's let's look towards the future and how we can work together to do this. But there's also a really big theme of failure and like how mm. you can grow and learn from failure and how that is one of the biggest learning lessons you can have. That's what mm-hmm. I find of this movie. So like the failures that they come across, they they bounce back from and they learn and they get better. So, like, I... Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't... I didn't really have issues with that. It feels yeah, like it's I on mean, purpose. It, it feels like it's because... It's, like, it's not lazy. It's just... It it has a bigger part of what it has, oh, this I movie can has see to that. say.
1: Yeah, I can see, like, Ryan Johnson really making a point with that. Sure. I think um, he is. But f- for me, I was just, like... I don't like that extreme coincidence. Um... I don't like the entire
0: and, like, last half hour of the film. Wait, does that include the throne room battle?
1: No, 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 I like that. I like the throne... I mean, um, when they're at the base, I don't like... Th- like, the little ice fox creatures, the salt planet that they're on, like, all that shit. I, I don't... I don't really care for. There's some parts of it that are fine. I don't like most of it is like aesthetic stuff. I don't like the aesthetics of that salt planet. And a lot of the things that I still don't like are shit that's set up by Abrams. So like that they're now down to like 12 people in the resistance. I'm still stuck on like wh- why is there why why are you in this position in the first place? What happened after after return of the Jedi? And to 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 Johnson's credit, he tr- he tries to answer that. Sure. But I'm still just stuck on like it's stupid, you shouldn't be in this position in the first place. I don't like the little cute I don't like the little cutesy things that are in. Wasn't it. your
0: oh. profile picture for like two years a porg?
1: Yeah, I just thought they're the
0: stupidest thing. I hated like cute Were you happy like, when just... Chewbacca ate one of them?
1: Yeah, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I don't like the... I don't like the cute Star Wars stuff. I think Mark Hamill's performance is a bit crap. Although I like... I disagree. What? I think I it's like his what best he
0: was, work as Luke.
1: I like what he, uh, Johnson was trying to do with Luke. Although he... He goes, like, out of his way to make Luke into a miserable bastard. I didn't I didn't want him to be, like, a good old optimistic Luke. Because if you're going to set, no, exactly. If you're going to set Luke up in this way, in that he's been a failure, which Abrams did. I just want to make that point real quick. If you have a problem with the last Jedi, then you have a problem with the universe Abrams set up. And he is still the person to blame. You cannot blame Johnson for any of this shit. He did the best he could with what he had. Because any fault in this film is at fault. Because of the things that were set up. Because of questions that Abrams posed that he didn't have an answer to. And then
0: threw this in Johnson's lap. And he did the best he could with, with well, what he what was What Johnson given. did for the most part was... And and I can see, like, people being infuriated with a few of the decisions. But I think for a lot of the, the, the really controversial things that he did... Um, he does to serve a theme that he's decided as part of the film do you know what he's i mean definitely
1: passionate about yeah yeah so he like it isn't it isn't vision. just
0: it isn't trolling like it isn't it isn't like he just reveals the so there's a big point in the movie where it's like you want to know who your parents are they were drunks who sold you for drinking money like they were, you <laughs> know they were you know like
1: yeah he's not being a dick no, when he no, says no. that i actually that was actually um maybe maybe my favorite part of the film yeah is that that well, little plot so, revelation. I
0: think a lot of people get hung up on that and they're like, no, she's special. She has to be Obi-Wan's daughter, or like stuff like that. But, oh, so but, but, but what that he's saying But yeah, but what he's saying is it's not special. And like you don't need to be a white, blue eyed, blonde haired boy to be <laughs> just saying, just saying. You don't need to be Aryan to be Yeah. To be you
1: the don't chosen need to one, come from. You, know? you don't need to come from a special select
0: group no, of people. You don't. You don't need to be a Skywalker. You don't need to be a fucking Palpatine. As much as I guess sake. Abrams
1: would want want it to be genetic,
0: you, it's not. No, it isn't. And 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 there's other little bits where it's peppered through. You know that there is. A, I think there's a little. There's hints. Everyone is able to use the Force. In this mm. movie, everyone could use the Force. Not everyone mm-hmm. is able to, but everyone can. No. The force is for everyone. I'm going to use the really controversial Kathleen Kennedy line that people fucking hate. The force is for everyone. And yeah. I like that. And I think that's beautiful. And there's so, other little things trickled through. Like the ending shot of the movie gave me goosebumps. This viewing where it's the little boy who's on this the slave planet. And... Mm. Like, you, I don't know if you noticed the subtle him using the force to grab the broom.
1: Yeah, he uses the force to grab the, the broom. And then and then he's, like, looking he's... at
0: the universe and, you know, he uses it as kind of a lightsaber. And it, I think it's beautiful. And it means nothing now because of the direction they went with the next fucking movie. But mm-hmm. there's, like, things like that peppered through that I really think... Like, I think this this movie has the most heart since the original one. Because like yeah, look you I know agree. a lot of people love the, you know Empire and I do too. Empire is like my other favorite, but Empire is a cynical film. Like it is the movie where the bad guys win. You know it isn't yeah. optimistic. Where this movie, the characters are all in peril. They all make these really fucked decisions, but they all but but there is this sense of optimism there.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, it's it's about it's about. The Force, yeah. Which the first one wasn't about. The first one was about
0: uh, powers and cool lightsabers. Nostal The first one and, was about nostalgia.
1: Yeah, and this one is, you know, very much focused on the Force and what it what it means. Um, and so, and you know what it what it means is, you know, uh, love, truth, and and faith, basically. And what I really Um, what I thought was really clever was, um, Ray discovering that on her own, which feeds into his message of, you know, everyone is, you know, the, the force, the forces for everyone. It's
0: undermined now by the last film. But if you look at that in a vacuum, it is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, because Luke refuses to, to train, to train her. And he teaches, he like describes the force to her once, but then she has to then kind of figure it out for herself. Yeah. Um, but then she like, which is a big problem it. that
0: people have with the whole Mary Sue shit.
1: No, but that's like the Mary Sue I'm not talking thing
0: about me. To... I'm just saying that's, no, that's I a know, criticism know, that but everyone but will the say. Mary's,
1: the Mary Sue thing was, th- that's you're, was training you're, on that's, Dagobah for anyone, weeks. Anyone who has that opinion is telling on themselves yeah. that they don't have any introspective ability. Because the Mary Sue thing is one thing that she can just, like, be heaps fucking good at, like, fighting with a lightsaber and she's mad at, and, and for no reason. This, you see her go on an internal journey. Th- the, the, like, the whole fucking film is this character just, like... like examining herself from the outside to within she's going on an introspective journey to figure out who she is to figure out her place in all this and what it you know what it means to be a jedi and what the what the force is i agree and what and what she discovers is that it's about faith and um which is why uh when she has that final confrontation with luke like, he, she, he, she, like, reteaches him, like, what, like, what that shit means. Yeah. In that, basically, um, you know, it. you have to go into, you have to go into a situation knowing that it might fuck you up and you might be wrong. Like, you got, but you got to have faith in people and you have to trust people and you have to love people because she goes to meet Kylo Ren knowing that, he might turn around and just and just kill her but if she's not going to have faith and trust in someone then what is the point exactly then she'd rather die living like that and she figures that shit out for herself and it's believable
0: i Which I, think I thought it's...
1: was i thought was fantastic i really liked that shit
0: i i no i agree completely and i think i think that natural progression You see in the movie, right? Yeah. And you see her grow and change and like, you're learning this as she's learning this. And I think because it's not telegraphed that stupid people are probably having an issue with it. Or uh, it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not as cut and dry. Yeah. Because um, she's
1: not cutting down something no, bad with but, a but lightsaber. But, 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 it looks like nothing's yeah, happening. Yeah, it's
0: like huge criticism I, I read is like, you know, she doesn't train. She's just good at everything. You know, she isn't learning. She doesn't know the Force. But then like, think, no, about, think she's about the huge th- difference <laughs> in Luke Skywalker at the end of Empire and the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Who the fuck mm. trained him? Like, yeah. th- th- there's a huge there's a much bigger leap in logic there for me than Rays story arc. do you know what I mean like to think of Luke Skywalker when he turns up at the beginning of Return of the Jedi and he's like a master mm. jedi all of a sudden, and it's been like yeah. a year with no trainer like. T- 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 like but I don't I have it, I don't have it, okay, she... so I have to say I don't actually have an issue with that, but I'm using that as an example of the double standards that Star Wars fans have.
1: But I think she is training because I mean, like the training montage in Empire is basically like Luke running. No, but he doesn't around. finish
0: his training. That's what I'm saying. Is like he doesn't finish his training. He doesn't go back to Yoda. He doesn't go back to Yoda until like a, like a quarter of the way through Return of the Jedi. I remember. He's just awesome that shit. uh,
1: But, like, they're saying that she doesn't train, and I'm saying I saw nothing but
0: training. Oh, no, I agree. I know, I agree completely. Because, like,
1: she's... she's, Because most of the Force is mental, and it's introspective work, and that's what she's doing. She's asking questions of herself and defining what the Force is and who she is throughout the film. But then she's also doing the basic things, which is what I think... Assume they're they're referring to as training when they think training they're imagining uh, Dragon Ball Z. Luke well, Luke Skywalker doing backflips with Yoda in Empire. They're like that's training, but that was never well, the she's point. Like,
0: that was not what Yoda was after anyway. Like Yoda no, was not th- no, trying. Definitely not. To- Yoda
1: was after the shit that she's doing. Yeah, she's she's confronting herself. He was
0: trying to get Luke to break down walls to yeah. become one with the Force, not. Not like if you do a certain amount of jumpy flips with a old fucking weird alien on your back, you're gonna like turn into a Super Saiyan Jedi. Like it's not that. But but yeah. Star Wars a lot of Star Wars fans think it is. And yeah. it's really reductive and it's like you've missed the fucking point. Yeah. You know? Um
1: Yoda says it himself in Empire, doesn't he say like uh muscles matter not or some shit yeah, like that? Yeah.
0: Um, fuck, I can, yeah, I don't know what to say. I can just keep fucking sucking this movie's dick. Um, well, what I really like,
1: I mean, and, and again, like this goes back into why I think that there are people who had a problem with it, is that by, by Johnson doing this, by him actively trying to beat people's nostalgia away and um, making them confront, like, uh, you know, troubling, uh, problems, like, having them ask questions, basically, um, he then sets himself up for criticism. Sure. Because a lot of the reason why, and I'm gonna say pretty much the, the entire reason why anyone liked Force Awakens is because it was just, you know, the member berries junk, thing.
0: Junk food nostalgia. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so when he, like, smashes that away, there are going to be tantrums because people love that shit. And he goes out of his way to to, like, smash it up and say, no, this is stupid. Now pay attention to this. And he gives them, like, real characters. Well...
0: Another huge Uh, thing people hate about it is that I think it's quite obvious that Ryan Johnson is socially liberal, um, and a lot of people call this movie like feminist agenda and left wing agenda. Like that, this movie is filled with, you know, propaganda for the left, and that's a big problem that a lot of people have with this movie. Um and really? Yeah, it's a huge thing that this is a fucking feminist agenda movie. Have you not seen that criticism? It's it's one of the big main things that people have a problem with.
1: No. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and, th- and th- that's why don't that's why understand. I keep making my
0: point about like cuz she's a girl. That, yeah, and that like and and um uh what's her name? Uh Laura Dern's character is like a current, a, you know, like her character doesn't make any sense and her motivations don't make any sense. And
1: oh, well, that was how women something are taking over I've... the
0: movie.
1: Um, if anything, I would say that there's like authoritarian propaganda in like the lesson that Poe is meant to learn is like blindly follow authority.
0: No, I think, I think. I wouldn't say it's blindly follow authority. It's just not be so pig headed. And like, if you Yeah, if you're maybe, not, if you're but not she's so like, pig-headed. don't ask questions. No, but, but he he was re- at that point was responsible for like 80% of their destroyer, like their planes being destroyed. And mm. he was demoted and he was like acting completely and utterly rash. Like, mm. I think at that point he'd lost trust and
1: oh yeah they're like we're not going to tell you anything because you're just going to just act like a dick yeah so like that's
0: you're demoted like i i had no issues with that where like people were just like if they just told him but it's like it's not that simple and that's not how the military works anyway
1: if they told him he was gonna
0: be a dick yeah at that point because at that point he hadn't grown as a character yet because he needed to you know yeah. Learn. He needed to, he be needed little, to have those experiences to be because that's what fucking cinema is. Like that's mm. what telling a story is. You don't have a story if that if they just ugh. people annoy me. I hate people and I hate Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um I have yeah. to say well, another another big thing that I love about this movie is that Ryan Johnson, once again, in the meta-narrative, just fucking murders Snoke. And, like, yeah. f- how insignificant it's revealed that he is and the setup that the real big bad is Ben. Um, Kylo Ren. Um, again, undermined by the next movie, but I really found that... Ad-
1: which he... Yeah, which I... He does, uh in the meta context, gives the finger to Abrams. Yeah. But then, therefore, I think... Um, does a favor uh, for uh, Kylo Ren as a character to then give him the ability to to lead the first yeah, order. Yeah, to be an independent which character, I thought, to
0: be a great nemesis, to be a great antagonist yeah, which, with depth.
1: Yeah, which I thought was a really great turn uh, turn of events for that character. And it made him so much more interesting in the film. By the way, also a huge fan of him smashing the helmet. Totally. Because I thought it was a, a, a good finger to Abrams. Don't you love that he repairs also, it in the
0: next movie?
1: Yeah, but then he also... Like, that's a good turn for the character in the film. Sure. He's saying... Uh, you know, I'm 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 not fucking Darth Vader and I need to accept that I'm going to be myself. So there we get, you know, then we get to see Adam Driver's face. We get to see his terrific acting. And yeah, obviously it's disgusting that he repairs the helmet in the next one. Like don't we'll, literally, we'll get into that. But.
0: Literally everything in this movie is undone in the follow-up. Everything is either glazed over or shat on, yeah. But not because it's set up like it's not. It's not the same as Ryan Johnson taking something and then subverting it, making it interesting, and trying to tell a story. It's done spitefully.
1: Yeah, he sent. He seems really s- mad. We'll, we'll get into. Yeah, that. Um, um, I wanted to ask you, um, because I think the standout. It, um, for me, anyway, is the relationship between uh, Ray and Kylo Ren. I
0: think that's an amazing part of the film too. I think that I think we their talk chemistry about... is great.
1: Before we talk about that, because we could talk for a while about that, what about the relationship between Finn and Rose?
0: Um, it's so again, me being a homo. Originally, I hated yeah. that there was a love story there. But yeah. there isn't. It's a mm. story of someone loving someone who doesn't love them back. That is more what's actually there when you think about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and that's something I think as humans, most people have experienced at one form or another, infatuation. And, you know, like, sometimes you have, like, a misguided love for someone... And it should be something else. Um, Yeah. When she says, like... Like, it's the the line that fucking people hate. It's like, it's not... The love... What's the fucking love line she says?
1: We we don't win by destroying what we hate. We win by saving what we love. Which I quite like. I like it too. That and, whole, and I think... The whole moment I don't really care for, but it's a good line and it, and it fits in with the theme of, of the... Totally. And theme. of their
0: story and everything. Um, yeah. I think it's more generalized love. I think it's like... Again, the force is this connective thing and you need to think of the use of love in that term a bit more abstract. People are thinking of it as just like they're, they're in love and that pisses them off. And that, and that pissed me off when I first saw it, but recontextualizing it, she is talking about the broader sense of loving and caring and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, I
1: didn't mind, I didn't mind Rose as a character. In fact, I, I liked her, but I felt, the same as you when I when I first saw this and I still
0: feel it now. People fucking hate that... her. People sent that actress death threats. Yeah. <laughs> she Jesus. got death threats.
1: I That's fucked up. She's fine. It's a fine character. The actress is okay in, in the role. Um, but I just, I wish it was Poe. She I should wish have been a Finn blonde haired,
0: fucking blue eyed white chick.
1: <laughs> Why? Because then they wouldn't have hated it. Maybe
0: I don't know. No, because just... they
1: no, because they hate Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, but the...
1: I don't think it. I don't think it. I don't think it matters. And if it was like, I no,
0: no, I think it's like it's like a compounding problem there. Like, you know, they don't like that all the characters are mi- minorities. Like, I think if they had if it, if they had some form of representation, Cruise... they probably would have liked it more.
1: If it was Tom Cruise as as Rose, they would have liked Rose.
0: Mm, let's make say, it a let's, straight white dude, just, and they wouldn't can, can have Can we had a name problem. another? If it was Emma Stone,
1: no, they because they, they don't like Captain Marvel. They, if it was a woman, it would have no, been no, the no. same Well,
0: Brie thing. Larson is like an uh an open feminist who like has said is like an actively fe- like she's a feminist. She has some very to the right, some very controversial opinions on men. Um, if it was so Megan like that, Fox, that, that was a backlash against Brie Larson and feminism. If it was Megan
1: Fox, I would. I'd. Be- i That's the only woman that. If it was Megan Fox, okay. Emma Stone is still too liberal for that.
0: Yes, no, no, no. I. I don't think she is. Like, she's an actively. That isn't like her media perception. Whereas with Brie Larson, it is. So, like, of course, they're going to have a problem with a really strong Mary Sue played by a feminist. That's like fucking feeding them to the wolves. Um, But I think it's like a compounding problem that having Rose being Asian. I don't know. It's just, it's like that little voice in the back of your head that they're trying to ignore, but that's part of why they don't like it.
1: Well, that's just my opinion. I didn't. I didn't mind her, but I still would have preferred if it was Poe. I if thought you was... were going to
0: say I re- I thought I would have preferred if it was Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, if it
1: was Poe and Finn running around on that on that fucking planet. I really felt like it should have yeah,
0: been. Yeah, I, I did too. That's originally what I thought. But um, now... But then we're sacrificing Poe's... Like, I do now I'll quite appreciate his arc in the movie and his story and his place in the film, because I think that that still could have been his lesson if that, because then when he got,
1: because he was disobeying, he would have been disobeying orders by leaving the, the ship. Sure.
0: I, I don't know. I, I And then
1: when he got back, they're like, Hey, we fucking told you not to disobey orders. And now look at the mess you've created. This is, the lesson that you learn dog you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but instead he's i feel like he's just like moseying about on the ship being like this is fucking bullshit
0: oh he's being he's being the men in the audience yeah i wish he had he has to like and then he you know like forms a coup because he doesn't trust the women and then he learns his lesson eventually i don't know i don't mind it
1: um i'm not a, i'm not a fan i because i think just because i wanted to see those two running around on the the planet together. I, I i
0: understand it and that's a and that's a perspective that i that i definitely had too. like i'm just like i wanted them together and because
1: you're just adding another like i don't mind rose but you're just adding and like another main character they, yeah to i mix. think that
0: was what he was trying to do but like
1: it's like I don't want another main character. You've established these characters, they're fine. Give me more of Poe. And it, you know, in like Empire, you've got Luke on the planet, and then fucking um Leia and um, Han. Leia and Han on an adventure together. That feels like that's what sh- should have happened. That those two should have been on an adventure together. Sure, sure. And it it's like, you know, that, that would have been sick. Look, so I um, I said before that, like,
0: the whole Casino Planet stuff was what I hated the first time I watched it. Um, It still Mm. is, like, the weakest part of the movie for me. And that would be different if it was Finn and Poe. But it isn't offensive anymore. I don't find it offensive. And I feel like there's enough there that I'm just having a jolly old time watching the movie.
1: Yeah, I don't mind the planet. It's fun. I agree. The first time I saw the film, I didn't like it because i was like oh this feels like some prequel shit um but i actually liked it just i liked the 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 planet the concept of it i kept calling it the epstein island while i was watching it because it's just like it's just full of um all the richest people in the galaxy the place where they go to do crazy shit debatrous Um, crap yeah and um It's okay and it doesn't it doesn't go for too long and it's interesting and doesn't look as shit as I thought it did.
0: I I I would like to just because I have been really sucking this movie's dick, um I do Mm. want to name a couple of points that I think are its weaker aspects in my opinion. Um Mm. I really like the the two slash three stories, but I do think And I think the editing and cinematography is amazing. And I think how that he jumps between the two in like using dialogue as a jumping off point for a transition really good. But I do think that it isn't made clear enough that there are two different timelines. And I do. And and that did throw me off the first time because I'm like, what? She was on the Island for like a day for six hours. And that isn't clear. And that, that was a problem that I think he could have he could have made it clearer that one was before the other. And I think a big problem with that is um, he starts the movie with the rebels, sorry, the resistance, and then it goes to Ray. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, if yeah. it was kind of swapped a little bit, it may have been easier to digest because it just feels mm. like they're going on at the same time. And that was a yeah, that was a that was a problem for me. Um, yeah. what else was I going to say? Oh, fuck. I've forgotten. <laughs> Mustn't well, have been a problem then.
1: What did you, uh... Yeah, so we established that we... We don't mind, oh, Rose. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 okay. What? So, there are a lot of themes in this movie. There are... He is asking a lot of questions of the audience. There's a big... That there's themes of, um, like the racing industry, capitalism. Uh, there are some feminist themes in there, you know. Like, I don't, yeah, think he it's a does problem. get
1: political. I didn't notice the feminist, uh, thing that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, again, but it's like are, the dynamic between Poe po and
0: Laura Dern's character, and there's all other things in there as well. And then there's the main themes, like the overarching themes, like let the past die, learning from failure. I do think he tries to throw in a few too many. um, And I think he makes it through on the skin of his teeth um, Mm. with it. Because it does almost become a bit... It's borderline pretentious with the amount of questions he's trying to ask. And I can see how that might piss people off. um, But it doesn't piss me off. That's the thing. I I don't have a problem with it. But I can see that that is definitely a big ask of people. To have so Mm. many of those... Um, beliefs really put into question. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, like the uh, if you're not offending the- one
0: person, he's offending someone else, and that's probably why there is such a big um backlash to this movie. The only political stuff I noticed
1: was um the Benicio del Toro character, um, like like telling Finn that it's just a business, you know, it's just a, it's just a machine. It's just business. I love that. um, Yeah. I didn't, I didn't mind that. And I thought, but I, I wish that the, um, I got more of a sense of um, Finn thinking about that because he's just like, Hey, look, let me let you in on a secret. It's just business. Like, look, he's a weapons dealer. Oh, look, he's dealing weapons to the first order. Oh, and he's also dealing weapons. to the resistance, like, it's just a machine. Look after yourself. I never once thought that Finn was even, like, pretending to take him seriously. He was just like, oh, okay. No,
0: no, no. But that has more to do with Finn's arc as, like, someone who runs away and is thinking of himself because that's one of the step stepping stones for him learning that it's about everyone. And do, do you know what I mean? Like, that... that... The, there is the political side there, but the 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 actual what he's trying to say there is like, no, Finn needs to be the opposite of this character. Right. Finn so isn't the lesson meant to look Finn after learns.
1: Right. So the thing that Finn takes away from that is I don't want to be this guy. Yeah.
0: Or that that isn't oh, okay. going to get us anywhere. That that is that's how the past works. Like, right. Yeah. And then, I didn't get. I didn't get that. Yeah, but now now when like, you think okay. about it, and like you know rose's line and you know him just thinking for himself for the most part being selfish Mm. um now does that make sense but the thing is what's confusing it it is is because there is that political side to it as well which is like the war profiteering bit which which is a, a bit of a swerve like on the surface level you're like oh that this is what they're talking about but no thematically it's not
1: yeah, that was the one thing that I felt like he's breaking the fourth wall.
0: Totally. Oh, and I, I also and just, just think whole these are my politics with the whole like racing industry and slavery and all that stuff. Like, it's it's very close to jumping the shark.
1: Yeah, that stuff was okay for me because it still felt like in universe. Sure. But then when he's like, "Oh, look, they're dealing weapons to the resistance as well. See, it's just a machine." It's like, yeah, but. Not to the resistance, because the the First Order is actively taking over the galaxy and destroying the resistance. If that was the case, then the resistance wouldn't be so beaten to shit and about to be destroyed, because then these people wouldn't be able to make money from it. And the other stuff made sense in-universe to me, but that one just felt like Ryan Johnson deliberately like stepping out of the film and being like the military industry is corrupt and i'm like okay uh, thanks, dude. i don't
0: know i think because it's rich with the kind of character development i don't really have a problem with it at all and, he, and, and he's hmm. just spitting hot facts there you know like the real bad guys <laughs> aren't the, the politicians the real bad guys are the the billionaires that are making money off all this fucking turmoil
1: The real, the real evil emperor. I saw someone compare Elon Musk to Iron Man the
0: other day. Yeah. Elon Musk (laughs) is Lex Luthor. Can I just say that he is not Iron Man?
1: I think um, Jeff Bezos is Lex Luthor, just because he's bald. They're
0: both fucking Lex Luthor. Yeah. (laughs) Like, um, they're both the same.
1: I think he's Iron Man in, 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 in as much as that, uh, that is what Iron, that is what Tony Stark would be in the real world. Yeah, no, no,
0: he's Tony Stark if Tony Stark didn't get shrapnel in his heart. He's that guy, you know, his fucking mind, his fucking slave mines in fucking South Africa and shit. Oh, I'm not going to go into that. Fuck. Uh,
1: Extremely cool guy.
0: Yeah, no, no, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Fuck Elon Musk. Um, Just quickly, I don't want to go on a tire but you know what I always find really funny about guys like that is their obsession with um, the future and like the like him, him wearing the cyberpunk outfit and being like hey, where are all our flying cars? How come society doesn't look like cyberpunk society? It's like, dude, you do realize that um, in all those sci-fi depictions of society being that way, it's not a good place to no, live. No, they're always dystopian. Like, yeah, it's a horrible let's, place let's, to let's live. Let's go back fuck. to Star Wars
0: because I feel like we could just lose track <laughs> okay. talking about Lex yeah, yeah. Okay, The richest so we man agree in the that- world now, by the way. Everyone's celebrating that on fucking Facebook for some fucking reason. Google congrats yeah. big ups to elon Yeah, the rich get richer let's continue
1: okay so we both like we both uh don't mind rose um no. but uh so i i want to know how you feel about the relationship between ray and kylo ren because for me personally uh i think it's i think it's really good and i think it's actually better than it has, than it deserves to be. i think
0: it's fantastic and i think it works even more with the payoff that he is the antagonist at the end, yeah, because um, yeah, it's a little heartbreaking. It's it's the it's the the aged old uh, method and system of that like a good antagonist is the hero of their own story, is like the mm. hero in their own arc, and mm. that is what Kylo Ren is. I don't see Kylo Ren as doing things in, in entirely selfishly. He does have his. Mm ethos and his beliefs and and he Mm. thinks he's right. And there is a part of him that is. But he's also not and you can
1: understand why he thinks that of course. Of course. Which is the most interesting thing any Star Wars movie has done with a villain. Totally. In that like Darth Vader for the most part, like you know, obviously a really cool villain. But uh for the most part it was just like We can have all the power and we can be the strongest, most evil cunts in history. But Kylo Ren is a little more complex where he's like, come on, we'll rule this shit together and we'll be better than generations past. We'll show them how it's done. He's never saying like, I'm going to be the best and I, we're going to have all this power. We're going to rule the galaxy. He's like, you know, you get the impression that he thinks that, um, he is going to like establish peace in the galaxy. Totally. Like he's he's not going to run it for himself. He'll he'll run it for everyone. But according to him, which is still fucked up, of course, from like an external perspective. But you understand pers- why he thinks he's the good guy. Their
0: perspectives are running parallel. They're not they're hmm. not going in opposite directions or contradictory. It's just how they go about it. Is the good the light and the dark? you know what i mean like they both yeah. you know like again I, I keep saying let the past die and it is a line that he utters himself he's the one that says that in the film doesn't he
1: yeah i think he's it's the one said, that says uh, it. let the past times. die
0: um but it's it's highly alluded to that on both sides that needs to happen. And then that is really what the story need. like how the world is going to get better is by letting go of how things are and how things were. He just mm. wants to destroy it with an iron fist and she wants it to change, you know, like she wants it to, you know, people to find harmony. And I find that they're so similar, so fascinating. And, yeah I, I fucking love it i think he's an amazing villain
1: yeah and, and their uh,
0: relationship and and like you know it's like interesting that you know that they're finding that there's the connection there and that the reveal is that it's part of the plan i think it all works you know
1: yeah he managed to really like they have um fantastic chemistry yeah. oh they shit on the it film. all
0: at the end by the way because then they're just in, in the third film they're all just like they're just talking to each other across time and space oh, but ugh. for no reason
1: <laughs> well yeah we'll get into we'll yeah. get into that how he undoes that but uh i mean um that's to me this, that's the biggest success of the the film i think like every everything else he does um i could say he does well or, or that i at least respect the attempt to do it but the relationship between Rey and Kylo Ren is something that I actually think is great. And I think they pulled it off flawlessly because I was fully reeled in. And I mean, I remember watching it in the cinema and being encapsulated by, um, by their chemistry, by them uh, talking to each other through the force, them, them building a bond and then by the, by the end, not only because he'd spent all this time like subverting expectations, so they knew, never really knew exactly how this was gonna end up. Um, but I th- I I was thinking he might just like he might switch sides, or she might switch sides. Well, that's
0: what I thought. Fascinating is like I there were points where I leading up and watching it that I thought she could turn as well like it wasn't just ben's gonna turn good it's like oh ray could lose sight you know and and that's kind of the unpredictable journey that he set up which is i think a testament to his filmmaking abilities
1: yeah and because he um yeah because he gets ben to like kill the 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 emperor whatever that thing is snoke Snoke. because he gets him to kill snoke and then has him like take out snoke's private bodyguards awesome
0: fight scene by the way
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. really fucking cool um you you know you end up thinking that okay maybe maybe he's gonna switch or maybe she's gonna switch because he's starting to look like he's gonna look he kind of looks like a good guy to her now and then when they have to like break up and you see them have a disagreement it's actually heartbreaking because it's like no you guys are meant to be together i was fully like believing in your chemistry and the fact that they've managed to build this relationship to such a height that but they are actually like not in the same room throughout most of the movie they're talking to each other through the force yeah makes it a distinctly star wars relationship it's really it's it's really good stuff this
0: movie's just really good Dane. i don't know what to say it's a good film. Yeah.
1: But even like the, the the Luke Skywalker fight at the end, I felt like that Luke Skywalker fight at the end was him just going, you know, and here you go, here's what you wanted. But it isn't, here's though. Luke with it lightsaber. is, but it isn't,
0: you know? Yeah. And that, that there's enough, enough little Easter eggs. Like, you see the lightsaber explode, and if you're, if you're perceptive enough, you notice that he's using the lightsaber that's destroyed. You know, like there's little Easter eggs in there, but I guess a lot of people just weren't paying attention when they watched the movie. Did you, did did you think that Luke
1: had to, do you think that Luke had to die at the end?
0: Um, I, I remember being annoyed about that the first time and I don't think so, but I don't see where else that character can go.
1: Yeah, but I just don't see why he had to die. Where else can the character go?
0: His character's well, he done. Doesn't... It's a loose end yeah, if he doesn't he's have like to die. If he's running around in the next one. If the, if like at the end it's like Kylo Ren versus Ray, and then Luke comes out and he's like, I've brought company. Like you know, like that's a loose end, and I don't think <laughs> Ryan Johnson deals in that. You know, like you know Ryan yeah, you know, it was actually very
1: actually very considerate of Ryan Johnson not to leave that loose thread for the next director I think
0: so <laughs> I'm I think so like it's not it's not just you know it, like it's it can't be Star Wars can't or the, the Star Wars that he was setting up and the Star Wars that he his Star Wars Doesn't have the ending of Endgame where all the portals open and all the heroes come out, or all the voices of all the actors that have played Jedi in the fucking whole franchise talk to Ray, you know, like it it doesn't have his world doesn't have that bullshit. Yeah, um, Yoda turns up, but it makes sense. You know, it's like it's nostalgia, but but justified like it's 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 i didn't
1: i didn't like the yoda thing the first time i saw the film i i I liked it this
0: time yeah it's it's like it's like the nostalgia shouldn't be designed nostalgia just should happen you know what i mean like you know you watch you watch a um... tarantino movie and you hear a song that you like and you get nostalgia from it it's not him trying to make you feel nostalgic. It's him like this work this is cool. This works with the story. It's the it's mm. the it's the it's the symptom, not the not the cause, you know? Yeah. And that's what and, and I that's think... what good nostalgia should be. Not yeah. not hacky contrived fucking crap.
1: Yeah, like Yoda doesn't show up just to be like, "Hey, just thought I'd check in. What's going on?" Yeah. He's like it. It's actually like really important that he does show up so there because he gets to do a very super Yoda thing where he like destroys the well. He doesn't, but either he thinks he does or we think he does. Like Luke's gonna fucking um, burn the sacred Jedi texts. Decides against it, and then Yoda fucking does it, and then he's like the Jedi texts, and then Yoda's like boring. Yeah, he cares that. Yeah, they're, they're fucking boring. He's making a point that the Force is not something that is made up. It's not something that is is written in these books and that those are those books. The Force can never go it's away. It's not religion. The, it's... The Jedi can never go away because the Force doesn't go away. So, therefore, like, you don't have to... So, when you're like, oh, the Jedi have to end, it's like, well, the Jedi are just like... A bunch of guys who believe in a thing that is definitely real. So, you can destroy the text, and you can fucking not wear your robes, and you can call- you can never utter the word Jedi again, but that core belief doesn't go away, and it will forever be realized, and it, and it can't be killed. Yeah. Again- Ryan Johnson clearly understands the fucking point of the force that's established in the original trilogy. And, and not only that, he he really likes it and has a lot of respect for it.
0: Definitely. It's... Fuck, I'm... Yeah, I can't... I can't... Can we move on?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to say a few things that uh, I, I really didn't like. Um, I don't like the opening with the mother scene with you making the little jokes over the... The voice thing where posed like, "Hey, uh, you want? Uh, am I on hold?" Oh, the
0: the um, MCU joke.
1: I'll call your mother or some
0: shit. No, no, yeah, no he that, doesn't that. say that. He says, "I'll hold," like it's he can't yeah, hear. Yeah, but
1: him. then he he makes some mother joke. I don't, don't even remember that. Yeah, I didn't like that shit, and it's just little things throughout the film like that that I don't. I like. Thought, they're kind of I, like I scattered through. I thought the through.
0: editing and the pacing of that battle scene at the beginning is fantastic.
1: Yeah, but I didn't like the bombers. I love the I, I love, love a bit, the tension with the bombers. I'm a bit nerdy here, but I'm like, well, why would the bombs drop? It's they're fighting in space. It's not. There's no gravity. That's stupid.
0: Yeah, you, that you do have a point, but I don't know. <laughs> I just get wrapped but hey, up it's I just, just get wrapped up it's in the tension. World War II. I'm not thinking about um, the logic, I guess. I should though, maybe.
1: I don't know. If it doesn't bother you, it doesn't bother you. Uh, I think that's I think that's pretty much it. I don't really have anything else to say. Fair? Um,
0: do, have you gained a bit more of an appreciation for the movie from our chat?
1: yeah i recognize that i didn't dislike it as much because you did say as... at the beginning
0: i didn't like this movie yeah and i feel like you're lying
1: talking yeah after we're talking i'm like oh actually i think i do like it because the more we're talking about um especially the um ray and ben romance i'm like oh, i should watch that shit again because that's fucking good. let's ass. say relationship
0: like... not romance
1: the final, the final battle in Snoke's room. Also, I, I fucking dig. Like, I don't like the character of Snoke, but I really dig the the up that he's got going. That was a different look for Star Wars. He's wearing like that gold kimono, and, and he's in that red room. Yeah, I, I, just thought that that shit looked cool.
0: I like Snoke as a character until it's revealed that he's Palpatine, because he's not yeah. important. It's a, he's a punchline in a way. And I kind of like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, oh, yeah, fuck. We've got to read reviews for this. This is going to be our longest I... episode yet.
1: Yeah, I already knew it would be yeah. before we went into it. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, so I'm going to read this bad review. Why bad? Um, well, I like to start with what I feel is the common consensus. Oh, sure. Good idea. Uh, so... This is a one-star review by Yupman. Um, 2018. The Last Jedi was just magical. It's one star. Uh, spoiler, this movie was just magical. The Force has become like Harry Potter magic with a new spell every day or so. Oh, Rey's- it is
0: the opposite. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah,
1: definitely not that. Ray is just magical with practically... Tr- training whatsoever, she can take on Luke and Kylo and win, Snoke is magical, he appeared out of nowhere in The Force Awakens and in The Last Jedi has such fantastic force powers, never before seen in the entire Star Wars universe and yet can't tell when his protege is scheming to slice him in two but could fell his every thought earlier and even manipulate him and raise thoughts and get them to intergalactically skype each other and even send water through space no you have you noticed
0: that star wars fans just love nitpicking
1: yeah but that's not even what happens no <laughs> it's just wrong uh luke is magical he can magically project himself light years away and even bring solid things no, it's not, because the dice fades. It's not a solid thing, you stupid. Then dies magically for no apparent reason. Yeah, when things become solid and when things are being transferred, that is there to indicate a stronger force connection and a stronger ability uh, to, to use the force. To me, because I'm a little bit of a nitpicky Star Wars guy, to me that makes sense. And not only does it like make sense logically, it's actually like... Um, like, a, uh, like, a a really, like, strong euphemism for the the themes that are running through. These two characters, um, their, their bond is so strong that they're, like, seeing each other through the force. And they're surprised by it. It doesn't just happen. They're like, whoa, this is crazy. It's because their bond is so strong. Yeah. It's lovely, I think. Um, Yoda is magical, his Force Ghost actually has more Force powers than when he was alive, calling down lightning from the sky, heck, why don't the Jedi just do that when fighting on Tatooine or whatever, and if Force Ghosts still have Force powers, why not the whole gang of Anakin, Ben and Yoda take on Snoke? Rose is magical, she appears out of nowhere and just happens to go along with Finn on a completely unnecessary mission to find a Codebreaker and find not one but two Codebreakers, of which... Same cell as I mean is ma- whatever layer is magical previously, yeah. The force Mary Poppins thing, Joe. What do you think?
0: Um, I laughed in the cinema. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I still it looks. I don't like the CGI. I think it looks nah. pretty crap. I think they could have he could have done it in more of a lyrical way, like show it from the perspective of them watching like see her in space and then watch them like see her eyes open and maybe something move past her like i think there was a way of doing it with not just having a fully rendered version of carrie fisher flying through the air
1: yeah you know i i felt like that she should have died
0: see the original plan for the third like apparently leia like like the third one was going to be leia's film where, well, like, the first yeah. one was Han's, the second one was Luke's, and the third one was going to be Leia's. They didn't want to kill her. Like, you do remember that Carrie Fisher was dead by the point this came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she'd already died. I think they kind of just wanted to keep it... I think it would have been a bit too much to kill Luke and Leia. Um, I feel like that's yeah. a bit too morose. Um, and especially... Yeah. I mean, if- just
1: in terms of the
0: story... If they wanted to... That just to would have been re- better for me. Actually, you know what? If, if the theme was let the past die, maybe it's probably good to clear the board before the last one, but I feel like that would have drove so many Star Wars fans away because they wouldn't I have just any of the it original characters. Fucking...
1: I just thought it would have been fucking... cool. You would have been like, oh shit, stakes are high. Yeah, fucking but it's just like... But, Leia the, Leia just but, but the
0: movie was already written and I feel like it would have been a bit tacky to kill her... After she died.
1: No, but they didn't... Right, but the film was already made. And then she died. Yeah. Like, they made the decision while she was alive. I am not saying they should have killed her because she was dead in real life. I'm saying they should have killed her because that would have made the film more exciting. I would have been like, Oh, shit. Fucking Princess Leia's dead? Shit's real. It's fucking kicking off. Princess Leia just fucking died. But it's like... No, she's flying back.
0: I don't know. I, in retrospect with the third film, yeah, where she died. Because, like, I find it creepy. Like, I find her, cre- like, her character creepy in the third one. Um, oh, yeah, boy. It's fucking weird. But, um, right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. But I, I had no problem with her surviving, I, th- I think is my point. Like I, yeah, I didn't, just I, didn't I wasn't angry that she survived. My issue with the film is I thought it looked hilarious. The CGI of her yeah. flying. I think that was just tacky.
1: Yeah. Could have just had her like, yeah, her eyes open and then show the characters being like, Oh my God. And then like and then her then at the door. There. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is 10 out of 10. Was that the whole Mark review? Watson. I'm not reading the rest. It's just the same shit. Okay. I get it. It's just like. Oh, so now this can happen? Oh, so now suddenly this can happen?
0: Shut up. Okay. He probably actually spent longer than we've done recording this thinking of that to write. (laughs)
1: Loved it. I refuse to jump on the bandwagon of hating it just to seem cool and trendy.
0: (laughs) Well, it's kind of true. There is the fucking... Neg- negativity echo chamber that fucking happens uh, and people
1: trendy i would say i don't know if anyone even them would say that they were being cool but I, right.
0: I i disagree i there are some a lot of people that i can guarantee you are just sheep and everyone else is talking about how much they hated it so then they so- only oh, yeah, started seeing too. the bad
1: totally he ruined it yeah ruined the franchise
0: they walked out thinking okay. it was good and then their friends like this fucking sucks and then you know
1: ruin the franchise i mean the first the force awakens was good but this one ruined the franchise yeah dumb just fucking dog brain okay this is not the originals it could never be but if you look at the original ep four to six with a more balanced, reflective eye, as much as I loved them and still do, there are massive plot holes, clunky dialogue, and some hyper cheesy cliche bits. But through a nostalgic lens, this is what makes them great. And their originality makes them timeless. Episode nine can never be. Wait, am I? Re- oh, I- fuck. I'm reading the wrong one. Sorry. I got a fucking like.
0: I did send them the- separately.
1: No, 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 it's fine. It's because, um, it doesn't, um, fucking hell. It doesn't show me, it doesn't, um, when I press the arrow, I think it's going to take me right, but it just goes to like a random photo. You also were
0: reading them out of order, remember? Because I sent the good one, then the bad one, and you read the bad one first.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, let me just make sure that this is the the right one. Yeah, this is 2017, so this has to be it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. A near perfect Star Wars movie, one of the best of this series. From all aspect, this is by far the most attractive movie of Star Wars series to me. Not did he that say I haven't attractive seen all th- yeah oh it
0: is it did the, the best cinematography and the best editing out of ever, any Star Wars film ever made.
1: yeah yeah, it's got um it's got real style. Not that I haven't seen all the movies, rather, I am a real fan of Star Wars movies and I have seen all old and new movies very attentively. Also enjoyed those as well, but to me this is the movie of near perfection and ultimate action to go for. This movie is about a suspenseful united adventure of Ray and Luke with other companions after their entry to Jedi world. This adventure is full of twist and turn and sets a real exciting space uh, up for high-voltage
0: conspiracy. What? Just... I was wanting an ally and someone smart to have a an yeah. opinion on this movie and this yes, is we not found the help- dumbest one. Yeah, this is the <laughs> dumbest review I've heard. Fuck. Uh,
1: actions including different space instruments and arms. Sorry, and, what? Um, <laughs> space I think he means like what? Space Instruments and Arms. Uh,
0: space Bluetooth speakers, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he means weapons. Um, like weapons yeah and overall a composite world of fantasy and drama their adventure begins many past secrets to light and many hidden facts are revealed by this the movie is not absolutely concerned with actions and fantasy, but it has a good buildup of story around a very good plot and the acting as well as the direction. Special effects are reasonably well performed. Those who like to watch fantasy movie will obviously like it, but it is the Star Wars lovers who will enjoy the most.
0: That's. Um, I feel like this is the most upvoted on IMDb by trolls. Because this yeah. is the worst <laughs> like, possible review you could fucking give this movie trying to be positive guy. about it. Yeah. And I don't think this the people that like this movie... movie. Th- the, I'm going to go out on a limb here that I don't think this is the kind of Star Wars movie that's made for the dumb Star Wars fan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is not a representation of the people defending this movie at all
1: no i don't i don't think so i think the people defending this movie the o- overall argument to me is that it's a it's a it's a it's a real movie like it's yeah. it's it it takes the characters in the universe seriously and tries to tell an interesting story and infuse it with you know a bunch well, of like i i remember philosophical what's his lessons. name i hate
0: everything said that a criticism that he's read is that it's a good movie it's just not a good star wars movie is like something right. a lot of people say which I think is wrong.
1: Yeah, no, I think if it... No, I think if it's going to function as a... For me, it functions as a good Star Wars movie because um, when I came out of the cinema the first time I saw it, I thought it was okay. Like, my opinion was that it's like, you know, a 5 out of 10 movie. But as a Star Wars movie, I loved it because I liked all the shitting on nostalgia and taking the Force seriously. Yeah. I've i i i came out of it feeling really good about my miserable star wars experience and i got over star wars like i stopped giving a shit and i felt like that was like the film's gift to me like i really like appreciated what ryan johnson had given me he'd given me permission to like grow the fuck up and move on wow so i was like smiling walking out of the cinema being like thank you for gracefully killing star wars for me because that's what that's exactly what i needed to hear
0: i'll watch the force awakens and this movie together Hmm. because they do work together and the only reason the force awakens works is because of this movie but i will never watch rise of skywalker ever again unless i'm stoned or drunk or something
1: well, why don't we get into Rise of Skywalker?
0: Yeah, good idea.
1: Because, uh. Okay, so. <laughs> Jesus. So, after. The Dead Rey, speak. Sorry. Yeah. Ray becomes. Ray's now, like, uh, a pretty good. Uh, she's almost a Jedi. She's pretty good at. She's training. Her. She, she, yeah, she's been training. Oh, yeah. Leia's training <laughs> Leia's training her. Um yeah and uh turns out Palpatine is back and he's been controlling everything the ho- this whole time and he lives in a cave on another planet um and so they have the to find the Sith. yeah, and so it's up to our heroes to f- to <laughs> just like the first movie where they have to uh find an- a navigation item in this one. They have to find a navigation item to help them find Palpatine. Yeah. And, and that's, that's it. They got it. They got to find the thing. To beat the bad guy. And then they, they, they find the thing. They encounter a whole bunch of nostalgia shit along the way. And then there's a big battle to, to finally end the Star Wars.
0: What did you think? What did you you think of? Oh God. (laughs) Fuck you. What do you think? I hated it. What do you think? Do you think it's good? It fucking sucks. (laughs) This movie, I was so worried when I walked out of the cinema because I hated it. Like, I hated every single fucking moment of this movie. I hated, hated, hated it. And I was so scared that I was going to see good reviews for it and Hmm. that, like, I was ruined as a Star Wars fan and i kind of guess i am because the fans like this one for some fucking reason but
1: uh, that has to be that has to be like just contrarians who hate critics
0: i think i think it's I, yeah it's backlash to last jedi i think it's like they it the, we're now at the age now where people have figured out how to review bomb things
1: yeah it's it's like a it's yeah it's like a review bombing yeah of positive reviews yeah
0: it's i don't, I honest to goodness, do not know where to begin with this movie. Um J.J. Well, Abrams, so-, so Colin Trevorrow quit because of creative differences because they didn't let him do what he wanted. Am I right there?
1: Um Yeah, well, I think they just said, like... um I can't remember the exact statement, but he kind of left amicably, you know, in his statement he said that he did. I just assumed that it was um even though i even though i liked the last jedi i assumed it was because um of the johnson had left well johnson had left them in a position that they couldn't just remake return of the jedi he couldn't just soft boot return of the jedi which I would think that that's what Colin Trevorrow was going to do because that's what he did with Jurassic World. Yeah, but
0: isn't he a bit of a smuggler? Like isn't isn't Jurassic World cuz you've pitched this to me and I need to watch those movies. But isn't he yeah. taking the piss?
1: Yeah, so um yeah, Jurassic World is basically it's a, it's a soft reboot but He's his version of the soft reboot is it's basically about the making of Jurassic World. Where it's like... You know... Because I actually heard this from him in an interview. They off- they offered him Jurassic Park 4. And he, he was like... Well, they shouldn't be doing this. But they're going to anyway. So... What crazy shit do fans want? And so... That there's a whole like meta narrative running through Jurassic Jurassic World in that the that stupid dinosaur thing that's in it like is the movie right and that's why there's lines like Chris Pratt saying like what people don't like normal dinosaurs anymore we got to make this crazy shit you know um so that's why i thought he quit because he was just he would have just like remade uh, like just done a soft reboot of return of the jedi but he really couldn't after where johnson left the last film so he was like oh i can't i can't do this it's like, too serious you want me to well yeah you want me to come up with like an original idea with all these characters like in this in the time i've been given like i can soft reboot return of the jedi but i can't fucking like tell an original story because Johnson really left them with no choice.
0: I think I think you, there were def, endless possibilities of where to go with that story that isn't yeah, what but they you did. can't
1: Yeah, but you can't just remake Return of the Jedi. It just wouldn't make sense because you don't have the you don't have the emperor anymore unless you just do what Abrams did and just bring him back to life. Uh, but he couldn't just have he couldn't just have Snoke be the Emperor. He couldn't just have Kylo Ren be Darth Vader. Are you saying you know that I mean?
0: you don't think he was up to the task and he knew yeah, it? Yeah, I don't
1: think he was. Yeah, I don't think he was up to the task. I think it was, was, was like too hard. And He's like, no, because I'm not going to be able to make anything good. I'm not going to be able to just remake Return of the Jedi and anything I come up with, people are going to want to kill me. So, no, I don't
0: need this. Fair, Okay, so the point is then they bring back J.J. And I don't... I've heard that he came back to fix Star Wars, to fix it, because of how it was ruined by The Last Jedi, and that he regrets never doing all three of them to begin with. Um... There's multitude of different stories, you know, as to why he came back. Um, I, honest to goodness. I'm guessing
1: Disney asked him and offered him a fuck ton of like money. A, yeah. Yeah. A sweet deal.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's true that he came back because he felt offended. I think that's just the narrative that the the fans are making up now. Um, yeah. But I do think this movie is a response to them.
1: Yeah, it's him this is him like trying to appease the fans who were who were pissed off with the last Jedi and it's him like just throwing fucking double birds at Ryan Johnson.
0: Yeah, it's 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 the thing is it's like he isn't actively that well, there are so there are actually a lot of active contradictions of what Ryan Johnson was doing, but there's also like erasure there where it's like it's he ignores things, like he doesn't. Mm. It's it's like he pretends these things didn't happen, and that's like worse than like like when Kyle rebuilds his helmet and becomes a sidekick again, undermining mm. all character development that he had in the previous fucking movie. But then there's like the erasure thing where like, oh, people didn't like Rose, so we'll just very lazily make it so she's not in the movie. Like that well, stuff I is also scary felt- for me.
1: I also felt like that that was um like I think he goes out of his way to to make a point of like to cancel out the romance of whatever like
0: i think he he sets up a new pretty fucking for what what white people think is a culturally appropriate love interest
1: yeah he sets finn up with a black lady as if as if he's uh
0: like eric cartman yeah he's like black people should be with black people no nazi (laughs) fascist (laughs) is what i was getting at you were being nice i was calling him a fascist fuck i shouldn't say that i take it back jj isn't a fascist he's a sith
1: i i don't think that it was necessary so when rose shows up at the beginning like um i felt like maybe that could have been a bit of a like Hey, she's not going to be in the movie, but we're not completely getting rid of the character. She's still here. They do, though. But it was was unnecessary for Finn to then go up to her and pat her on the shoulder. After the last time we saw them together, she kissed him and then he saved her life. The next time we see him is he just goes up to her and is like, okay, see you, Rose. And then gives her like this awkward just buddy pat on the shoulder. And it's like... Did you have to It's incredibly put that in condescending
0: there? to the it audience and It looks so her. awkward. Yeah.
1: I mean that's just like Yeah, I felt like like it was condescending and I felt like it was Abrams just being like fuck this character but only because like fuck Ryan Johnson Yeah. and for introducing this character and making people think that there was going to be romance Well, it's not. It's it's, it's, we're going to go on an adventure. Rose comes out from the side and is like, oh, you guys go on an adventure? And then Finn is like, yeah, bye Rose, pat on the shoulder and then leaves. Yeah. It's like, uh, why did you, did you really have to put that in there? Yeah, no, they like didn't. That.
0: Also Palpatine's back.
1: Yeah. Just because he can't, because his fucking goal was Snoke's meant to be Palpatine. Cause I'm just going to remake... These, the, the, the original trilogy and he doesn't know what to do with kylo ren being the big bad guy so he's like oh well if i don't have snoke anymore i'll just resurrect palpatine like as if that is not the stupidest in in a series that has had many stupid things it's a series that contains jar jar binks this is the stupidest thing in any Star Wars movie. I Palpatine I disagree. just coming back. I
0: disagree. It was the stu- what? What is stupid? It, it than was this? the stupidest thing Star Wars had done at that point. The movie gets worse.
1: The movie gets worse than resurrecting Palpatine. Yeah, when
0: the Star Destroyers float up from underground that piloted <laughs> by no one that have Death Star lasers on every single one of them is worse. <laughs>
1: I forgot about that. He just has these fucking Death Stars come out of the ground. Yeah, but, and just like... Yeah.
0: I walked <laughs> they out of all the- I had, <laughs> They I, all have lace. I had... I saw this on the midnight screening that you unfortunately couldn't attend. And then I went and saw it again. Just to be like, maybe I'm wrong. I was wrong about, uh, you know, The Last Jedi. Maybe I'm wrong about this one. When those fucking Star Destroyers float up from under the ground... They come from underground... Yeah. For no- and and th- who's driving them and they all have death star lasers and there's fucking hundreds of them. I oh walked out. That is I walked such... out like the second time I w- at that point I am like not nah, I'm fucking done. I can't do this. Like I shouldn't have come and yeah. I don't first understand. movie I ever walked out of by the way was the second I time I saw this. I don't understand
1: any of that shit like like okay there's, you know, certain liberties you can you can take with these films where it's like, ah, oh, you know, who cares? It's the force or whatever. But like, Palpatine like living in a cave, but he's, it's like, who's building the Death Stars? Yeah, who's who's they're not who's Death Stars. They're,
0: they're now Star Destroyers that have oh, yeah, Death sorry, Star, the star
1: Like who's who's building this shit? And it's like, I don't know, he's building it with his mind. Like, he's he's building these ships. No, th- I
0: think they're piloted by people. But, like, who did he hire to... to on this Sith planet, what's he, who did he what's hire? He paying who, who's them? driving them? Who did he get to yeah. build them? <laughs> like, none of because them makes any the, sense.
1: Yeah, it's almost... It's like Lord of the Rings shit. It's like proper fantasy stuff. It's like his staff are, like, orcs or whatever. It's and they're not being paid anything i don't does he recognize that in the original trilogy the empire was just like that it's just the a government just government yeah. yeah it's just a government and like all these people are like on a fucking salary and shit like they, they they're just people are and, all and those the, people em- the emperor the the emperor has an office you know he like he has like an office in the fucking he's just meant to be like the evil dictator but in this one he's like a fucking wizard that lives on a planet underground But who are his followers?
0: What are they? If it's so hard to get to the fucking Sith planet, how are all these cunts getting there? Yeah, it the doesn't even and like yeah, it does, it doesn't you know, answer like, shit it. On, it's just there. Shit on the prequels as much as you want. But they're, you know, they're part of the canon, right? They didn't cancel those out when they reset the whole legacy canon. And they mm. established that, you know, with the Sith, there's there's the Master and then there's the, the Apprentice. And there's only those. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it works. So when you just have a bunch of scurrying around men in robes that can somehow get to the planet that no one's found in years, it doesn't... It's infuriatingly crap. Yeah. Um, It 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 reminds me of, you're not a Doctor Who fan, are you? No. Well, uh, for all those people who, like, if you like Doctor Who, I'm I'm sure a lot of you know the episode Blink. Um, I'll pitch it to you. So there's an episode of Doctor Who where the Doctor loses, right? And at the beginning of the Mm. episode, it starts with this girl who finds these three scary-looking statues in a room. And the doctor's barely in the episode except for she finds a videotape where the doctor is explaining to her that don't blink, keep your eye on the statues because when you don't look at them, they move and they get closer to you and they'll kill you. And that's, it's a scary episode. It's awesome. And, and like at the beginning of the episode, the doctor's not in it because he loses because what they do is they send you back in time and you die of old age. That's like how they kill you. Um, Right awesome setup right and there's only three of them three of these fucking statues it's a really scary awesome Mm -hmm. episode what ends up happening in another season is they bring those back but there's thousands of them thousands of these weeping angels and it makes it it ruins it it ruins the magic like there's the death star the fucking death star is this thing, this scary thing, right? It's a pot device, of course, but it's this this thing. By giving Death Star lasers to every single fucking ship just undermines the threat, in my opinion, you know?
1: Yeah, it just makes it too ridiculous. Yeah. Which I already felt like, I already felt like it was too ridiculous in Force Awakens to just make it ten times the size of a Death Star. Oh, this star.
0: shits on that.
1: Yeah, and and, and yeah, and I missed this one, he's like,
0: Star Killer Base when this happened. Yeah,
1: I have now. I have like ten thousand um fucking star, star destroyers, and they all have Death Star lasers. It's like that, like. I understand that it's like a fucking, you know, cliche insult to say that a film sounds like it was, um, you know, the story was, uh, concocted by a nine-year-old. You've used
0: that phrase before. And this is the most accurate occurrence of that.
1: It's the only, it's the only thing that makes sense to me is that JJ Abrams didn't want to do this, but he can't turn down the money. And so he's like, uh, he just asked his kid. He's like, "Oh, you like this shit? Um, so what could happen?" And it's just like, "Well, um, what if?" And then there's like a thousand Death Stars, and they all have, uh, uh no, Star Destroyers, and then they all have Death Star lasers on them. And Palpatine's back. And then, they, and then back. they come, and they come out of the ground. Yeah, fuck. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is good stuff. It's like. It's so stupid, it's so fucking dog brained. It's like, you can't come up with anything better than that. Do you just not give a shit? Or do you have that much contempt for the audience that it's like, if I try to do anything that isn't straight dumb, people won't like it. Do I just have to like continuously increase the threat to like stupid levels? in order for people to like this shit. Because I don't understand how, like, this grown man, this, like, 50-year-old man can come up with this stuff and think that it's good. There's no way.
0: He doesn't like Star Wars, I don't think, is probably the answer. And I think he... Again, he was in damage control mode in his brain. Fuck, they didn't like this other movie. And, oh, that prick... Uh, pretty much gave me the finger. I'll just I'll do this because the fans love Palpatine and the the Death Star's scary, so we'll make millions of them. Like that's the only thing I can think of. Is like
1: yeah, I think the only thing he he put any effort into was like fanservice. ways to. Well, I think it was ways to give the finger to. Ryan I'd say fan
0: service was probably more important to him because the
1: fan service is just like a list of of like i think he's just gone onto like star wars wiki and just gone into like the most popular things people like and just been like all right we'll shove that in there we'll shove that in there and it's just like find a way to just shovel so, this stuff in there it doesn't even have to what, make a, what sense. are some just other big
0: in. issues you have with this film because i could just keep going but i want to hear yeah
1: this is just like a this is just like a big issue i mean like we see the return of, um, the, 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 the the, um, the, the, issue I had within, in the first one of characters, they either knew who these, they, they knew the, they knew and understood the events of the original trilogy, um, or, and, and were like, you know, f- crazy fans of it as well, um, or, they, um, thought it was a myth and a legend. So, at one point, Ray, when she finds the Death Star, she's like... There's... I think, like, Finn is like, what's that? And she's like, it's an old machine from an ancient... From, from a war long ago. It's,
0: it's the, the like, fucking what? Death Star. It's, but also, the, it, I mentioned this before. How is it there?
1: Yeah. So, that's stupid. That's one thing. We'll get into that. But that's, like... That doesn't make any sense, right? Like no. it doesn't make any sense on its own, but it also doesn't make sense because then she sees Lando Calrissian. She's introduced to Lando Calrissian and um and then they're like, "Wow, Lando Calrissian and C-3PO is like, "Oh, hey, this is Lando Calrissian." And she's like, "Yeah, we know who Lando is." Again, just like embodying a fan's mind of like yeah, it's fucking Lando. But they don't know what the fucking Death Star is. Yeah, but, but the Death Star is like it's an old machine from a very old war. You know what I mean? It's just it's, like Yeah,
0: it's it's fucking flip flopping all over the place for convenience sake. It's
1: like it's like because he wants to soft reboot the original trilogy, therefore he has to have the same thing that that, that one had, which was um this ancient mysticism about are the jedi real did these events in history even really happen we know that they did though and like and like the clone wars being um you know a thing that happened so long ago that no one really knows much about anymore that's something that's appealing from the original trilogy that he then has to put in this but he also has to have the fan service of like the, these character of, of the audience embodying the fans and being like, yo, it's Han Solo. Yo, it's Lando Calrissian. But they don't know about other things. But he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. And it just means that none of it makes any sense. It doesn't make any sense why the characters are behaving this way. And he clearly doesn't give a shit. Because if he didn't notice that he was doing it in the first one, then surely he had to notice he was doing it in this one, but just doesn't care. Because it it's like, ah, oh, right. fuck it. Who cares? Just 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 put it in there. Because it's... Honestly, I think it's contempt for the audience. It's like, who cares? Put it in there because these fucking popcorn-munching retards love don't it. care, so why should I?
0: No, I think he, th- I think he thinks people will love it. And they seemingly did and that's why this and force awakens has the better audience response because because star wars isn't about being a interesting new fresh franchise it's it's from the force awakens it was a husk of what it was Hmm. from that moment it was never meant to be It was never meant to tell interesting new stories. It was just meant to be slime oozing out from your TV set. You know what I mean? It was always... That's what these were meant to be.
1: Just showing you the aesthetics and the catchphrases with a big budget. Lightsaber battles with a big budget. Yeah,
0: that's what they were meant to be. And I think that's what fans sadly wanted, which is depressing to me. I don't want to live on this earth anymore. um, (laughs) Because... That's just sad, and and it results in, in a movie that, you know, I love, basically just being absolutely deconstructed and made irrelevant, and being undermined. Every decision in this movie undermines, um, the the previous movie. Like you set up an antagonist, you set up a dynamic between your you know Ray and Kylo Ren. And then what you do is you bring back Palpatine and you make uh, Kylo Ren the secondary straight off the bat. You give him back his mask. He's standing in a room pining over the mask of Darth Vader, which is literally breaking the fucking character arc. And is contradicting everything that happened in the previous movie like yeah, it, it was completely... the whole point of the
1: character in the second one why
0: now after even even when him and ray disagree and they go separately he doesn't go oh no i was wrong let's keep the past no he still wants to destroy it he never changes that but then all of a sudden that's just gone and he's again yeah just staring at Darth Vader's mask again why yeah
1: I mean... Oh, man. Boy, Fuck. this...
0: I could... Um, a lot of my issues... He's... But I do have a lot of nitpicky issues. But, like, where they're nitpicky in other movies, they're, like, big gaping holes in this film. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, the yeah. things that seem little are, like, just so blatantly obviously fucked that I can't call them nitpicks. You know what I mean?
1: No, no, no. This definitely isn't a nitpick. It's It completely destroys the character. Yeah. Because he's... He's nothing in this movie. He's just, like... Well, no, no, no. But then he gets his redemption. Evil.
0: The whole point... Like... He's meant to have the redemption arc. That's kind of what they're getting at. You know? Like, his... I wouldn't say his character's yeah, but he pointless... Has, but I think his character's ruined.
1: He hits the final beat of a redemption arc. But, I mean... It was very much... He, like... You could say he earned it from The Last Jedi... But he goes a long way to try and undo it in this film. That he just like skulks around, and then at the end, he's like, "Actually, I'm good." Yeah. Okay. Cool. And the chemistry that worked so well in in Last Jedi just fucking gone in this one. I was like, these characters, I felt nothing. No, absolutely like, nothing. They seemed like strangers. Also, and it's honestly impressive that he can like. Undo something so strong. Totally. You can get the same actors playing the same character Doing a very similar in thing. In a film. Yeah, and, and have it just mean nothing.
0: What was Palpatine's motivation? What was his goal as a bad guy?
1: Yeah, just to bring the Sith back. Was he, though? He says... Yeah, because he says... uh he I think his overall goal was to lure Ray to him so that she could kill him and then she would inherit all his Sith powers and she'd be like the most powerful Sith ever yeah, but then that and then the final but then the final cycle of Sith will be complete, and then the Sith will rule the galaxy
0: but then but then like palpatine's like. Oh, the magical power of love together. If I use my force lightning, I become mega Palpatine. Like, yeah. he just swaps. He just, he, he just and- changes. <laughs> and he never reveals that that's what his plan was to begin with.
1: I don't think it was. I think he was just being opportunistic.
0: Right. He was like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah strike me down ray and because this has been th- my whole plan since phantom menace is for this moment to happen
0: that's a uh, dumb for plan you
1: strike- for you to strike me down in this cave <laughs> i love the bit where he's like he's that's like nostalgia. that's
0: just him trying to replicate he's- the loop thing from return <laughs> he's like
1: it's your destiny to take the throne and then points to his ugly ass rock chair in a cave that's yeah, surrounded like, who by corpse zombies. Wants that? <laughs> <laughs> At
0: least Snoke had style, Jesus.
1: Yeah, hey, fucking even the emperor did in the the originals. He's sitting in a in a chic in a slick office. Yeah, that chair spins. You know. Yeah, now he's like sitting in a, on a bunch of stones. ...in a cave... ...where he has like... ...like like a little stadium seats inside... ...and there's like a bunch of... ...I don't know who the... ...what, what were those things that are sitting like... ...in those stadium seats... That's what I was saying... ...who are they? And how did they get there? Are they the ones They're that built like,
0: the, the fucking Death Star laser fucking Star Destroyers? There's no Yeah, logic. and then
1: when they take their... ...and then when they take their break from like building the Star Destroyers... ...they just go and like sit in this stadium seating that faces the emperor's chair in a cave and what they just look at him. Is that
0: all they do all day? Like, Does he
1: talk to them? What does he do?
0: (laughs) Oh, God. And then, oh, fuck. I I could just keep nitpicking. But one point I have that's like a logical representation of your point about is like, you know, how like flip floppy the characters (sighs) are. Oh. Um, with remembering the past and not. Um, yeah. So the Death Star got blown up 30 years earlier. Blown up, might I add, into fucking dust. You see dust after it's destroyed. Yeah, and then- it
1: becomes like nothing. Yeah,
0: and then they found it on that planet. But what annoys me is that like the Sith were destroyed and the Sith don't really exist except for Palpatine, or apparently all the, you know, there was the Jedi-hunting Sith that abducted Ray's parents, which makes no sense because Sith didn't exist at that point. Well, they didn't really establish yep. that. But then some motherfucker, what, 10 years after the Death Star's blown up, but then not blown up, but in a lake on this fucking planet, designs a knife that looks ancient that's meant to be an ancient knife, but this cunt yeah. designs it like twenty years later. That when you open it up, if you stand at the exact spot Ray happens to be standing at, not mm-hmm. not one inch to the left, not one inch to the right, you can magically find out where the Wayfinder is.
1: Yeah, what by the fuck? holding it against this the the ruins. Yeah, of but if the... you hold
0: it at the exact point, like. It just doesn't yeah. mean anything, and it's just lazy and also shit. like
1: how how she finds that that dagger. Like they go to the planet to look for that dagger, right? Yeah. But then they end up getting chased by stormtroopers, so they jump on those little uh, pirate scooters, and then they like scoot away, and they get chased by the 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 stormtroopers, who fly now. And then um, they chase them out into the middle of the desert and then they get hit by a rocket and then fall into quicksand and then they fall into quicksand and that takes them to an underground cave tunnel thing where that just happens to be where the dagger is.
0: Yeah, it's fucked. But it it's just, just doesn't... Like, but, like, okay. but, it's, but like it was an ancient Sith... Fucking like space thing, car thing that the guy was driving, but it was 10 years ago or something. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Like, it oh, doesn't. Oh, how old add is up. that
1: dagger, by the way? Because, well, like, clearly, it looks okay, so old it's as no shit.
0: way. That's what I'm saying. It makes absolutely no sense because it cannot be any older than 30 years.
1: Yeah, because it would have to be manufactured by the someone who's, like, been to the death star ruins but i was under the impression the whole time actually until you just sort of made me think about it that that dagger is meant to be fucking
0: like ancient yeah and in the ancient sith language that no one speaks anymore but it was designed 20 years ago by a sith even though the sith don't exist and palpatine's trying to revive the sith but why was sith hunting down Ray and Ray's family, if the Sith didn't exist, like it just none of it adds up in any shape or form. It's just dumb, like bad. No, it's dumb.
1: like anti logic. Yeah, like it's 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 almost like he goes out of his way to have have it make no and sense.
0: people like this. No, no one. People like on, no it because no it. people like. This I think movie. it got review and bombed. Do you know why people liked it? Because fucking Chewie got his medal at the end. Like stupid oh, that was shit the worst like that. one.
1: That's the worst nostalgia shit of the of of something that has just been like all nostalgia bait. I fucking groaned so hard when I saw Chewie get that medal. That's fucked because that's also like the most basic ass Star Wars fan trivia to be like Chewbacca didn't get a medal. Like that's fucking
0: Family Guy shit. Yeah, but like, uh, and then, I, like so, I like that. As then a at the end, she just gives fans. him. But not- it doesn't need to be fan-serviced.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter that he didn't get a medal. Who cares? It's- like, you don't have to then, like, retroactively give him a medal. And, also, it doesn't make any sense that he doesn't get it at a medal ceremony. No one else is getting a medal. These medals aren't being handed out for the victory that they just won. Like, they defeat Palpatine- and finally, save the galaxy or whatever. And then Moz Katafa, whatever fucking name is, just like randomly goes up to Chewbacca and is like, hey, this is for you. It's a- Okay. And it's just a medal that looks exactly like the medals that the gang got at the end of uh, fucking A New Hope. No one else is getting those. She doesn't like put it around his head or anything. She just like hands it to him. She's like, it's just like, oh, hey, you dropped Again, this. just
0: nostalgia. Like, that's. that's yeah, just all to it's be done. like.
1: Oh, yeah, tick in a box. Well, what are we going to have? Well, Chewie's got to get his medal because fans, you know, talk about Chewie didn't get a medal. So, we'll give him a medal. Well, how do we write the medal into the script? Well, we don't do that, stupid. We don't write a script. We just just have have
0: nostalgia baits.
1: Yeah, we just tell them to make one and then we'll have, I don't know, who's that bug woman that we made (laughs) up? Uh, We'll just have her, like, hand it to him. Just be like, here you go. Here's your medal.
0: Um... I found the like contrived love interest building between Finn and that girl, and then even pose one just completely out of nowhere. Like what was what was the point of that?
1: Oh, the first, um, yeah, so the first time I saw the film, I didn't notice that Finn was meant to have um, a romantic link to, I forget the character's name, that woman. Um,
0: I think it's implied I, that that's what they're doing, though.
1: Yeah. So, the first time I saw it, I actually thought that um, there's a there's a romance happening between, like, uh, her and Lando at the end. Oh, yeah. But what, I think okay, that's what meant, was that? I think it's meant to be, like, that's his daughter no, or something. I don't... Because I, there's, like, creepy. a clear... There's, yeah, because there's a clear link. So, I thought at the end... Lando's like, I thought they were trying to do like a, yeah, Lando, he's still a sly ass old fox, you know, because he's like, oh, hey, what's up? What's up with you? And she's like, oh, I'm from this planet. And he's like, damn. All right. No, no, no. She goes, I, I don't like, know where oh, I'm yeah.
0: from. And he goes, want to find out. And then like gives her a cheeky sex grin.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that. But
0: I, I have a more cynical opinion. S- I think that was trying to set up a, a spinoff.
1: Oh, yeah, we were going to see uh, Lando and her in a spin-off series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my cynical was, take
0: on it. I was like, oh, they're, they're planting seeds for this MC, SCU, you know?
1: Was that... So, do you think Finn and that woman were meant to be um, a romance? I think
0: that thing? there was at least some form of subconscious pairing between the two done by JJ to erase Rose. So, like, the lasting image of Finn in terms of having any form of dynamic with someone is a someone of the same race and of the opposite gender. Yeah, and there's, like... Even if it's subconscious, yeah, me- I feel like that's part of it.
1: Yeah, and there's meant to be a romance between um, Poe and Felicity, mm. right? Yeah. Because, yeah, because I thought that that... Cause it's so weird because I don't feel like there's any chemistry between them that I was like, are they meant to be like romantically linked or something? Just because the things that they say to each other and how much they have them interacting, it felt like it was just in there to make sure that people didn't think that. Poe and Finn were gay. and Poe were going to, yeah. It's literally that. It's
0: literally designed to. See, at the end, see, the thing is. Like I said that the relationship between Rose and Finn isn't concrete. There is absolutely no point in that movie in the last Jedi where Finn shows any interest in Rose romantically. It's all Rose with him. Right? Yeah. So it doesn't actually close the book on the whole Finn Poe thing.
1: No, it means about as much as the Leia and Luke kiss. Totally. I so think.
0: JJ's like pulling his hair out being like, I can't set up a heteronormative relationship between uh, Finn and Rose because people hate Rose. So I, we've got to get rid of her, but I can't, we can't do the gay thing because we need the Chinese audience. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so they, they set up these really contrived last minute love interests for both of them, or at least beardy kind of public perception things. So like, Again, even if it isn't explicitly said, it, it leaves that feeling with the audience. It's kind of creepy, yeah. to be honest, and I hate it. Yeah, um, I really do. Is don't there anything like about these all. movies that you liked? This movie specifically?
1: I like the little mechanic part. Oh,
0: Babu Frick is the best part of the movie. Yeah,
1: Babu I like Frick! Babu
0: Frick. Yeah, uh, he made me laugh. I liked Babu, Babu
1: Frick. Frick is, Babu Frick is good. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty much it besides uh, things that I think are good ironically like uh, um, I love um, every single appearance Of Princess Leia because it's hilarious. Oh, no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. I hated that. No, it was creepy. How they tried to... It made (laughs) no sense. And it was like a conversation (laughs) having... It's like one... It's like in a movie where someone's on the phone and you don't hear the other Mm. side of the conversation and the person is clearly saying things that they wouldn't say on the phone. Like, yes, of course I'll pick up eggs on the way home. Like, it's like that level of trying to construct something one-sided. It's really fucked.
1: So, they take... B-roll footage of her that pre-existed. And then they try to write uh, around that. But what I thought was funny and incredibly disrespectful... Is that a lot of the times Princess Leia says shit... That the characters react to in a funny way. Like... um, Where she says to... um, Fucking... uh, She says to... Um, what's her name? Ray. Um, I forget exactly Never what underestimated she said. Never
0: but... underestimate
1: a droid. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here it is. She says... Yeah, that, that one. But also, um... Um, Leia says... Nothing's impossible. And then... Just kind of... Kind a of out of nowhere. throwaway line. Yeah. And then... But then Ray reacts... In the way that the audience does. Which is like, what? Ray goes... Nothing's impossible. Okay. Yeah, but that's just a cliche.
0: Like, There's no wisdom like, in that at all. I've read that like in a just, fucking she's... Chinese fortune cookie.
1: She's just like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, cool, thanks, Leia. I think you're going a little fucking crazy. Yeah, and then when she says, "Never underestimate a droid," she's like, "Okay." Like they kind of treat her like she's that
0: later to try and make her character relevant, and it's cringe.
1: Yeah. When the, the droid does something and then Ray goes,
0: Never underestimate a droid. Um <laughs>
1: Like a line a line that they cut from the last movie because it was so pointless. They tried to turn into a fucking catchphrase yeah. in this one because it's all they had. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um
0: so yeah, I like Babu Frick. Um I I like that a bit of a spotlight is shined on C-3PO. I found that interesting. Um, yeah. Which is something that hasn't really happened since the original one. He's always been in the background. So I, th- I found it nice that he got a bit more of an arc. Um, I
1: like the idea, but I don't like the Oh, execution. no, the execution's
0: fucked. But I do like that. Like, it felt nice that he had something there. Um, mm. What else? Nothing. I like
1: the planets, you know, like, I mean, I like that. I like they're on, like, a jungle planet at one point. I like the, they're on, like, that planet with, like, the, it looks like a little village and snow and shit. And there's a whole bunch of things thrown in there that it's like, oh boy, this could be interesting, but it, but it, but it means nothing. Yeah, it's but because everything else around it sucks.
0: I, again, it just, it all just flies over my head. Like, when I'm watching that movie, like I can't get like I can I can forgive a good movie like there are things that we pointed out with the Last Jedi that I can forgive because it's overwhelmingly good in my opinion but when something's overwhelmingly crap I can't it's hard for me to find the little things that I like do you know what I mean like I just I'm just furious in the seat like, I can't sit back and go yeah. oh yes the pretty scenery. No, I'm just Mm -hmm. angry that fucking Palpatine's back with the fucking Star Destroyers with lasers. Yeah, or at
1: least for me, the things that I like uh, are connected to things that I hate or I get disappointed where it's like they introduce, you know, like these... I'm not going to say interesting characters, but, um, you know, characters that could be interesting um, but then never do anything with them. But then also are like, you know, like I'm going to go ahead and say that every single actor in this movie is bad. Like these are all bad performances they're, they're, they're boring. And so when the, when the performers are like giving a, giving a bad performance, I, I, you know, I, I can't really enjoy the cool costume and think about like how it, maybe it could be neat if I could find out more about what this Felicity character does but instead i'm just looking at a cool costume and listening to a You'll bad
0: find out in the spin-off.
1: <laughs> oh, that's totally what he was doing with her, trying to give his mate a job. Yeah. Be like, we'll we'll make a spin-off show starring you, Felicity. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um Yeah. Did you think do you agree with me about the performances though? Cuz i felt like um everyone is, is like every, every character, uh, every actor is not into this. They all seem to be just like, let's get this over and done with.
0: I'm trying to think of.
1: Like Ray and Poe, um, Daisy Ridley and, um, Oscar Isaac seem to be sleepwalking. Totally. Um, Oscar Isaac seemed a little bummed and, um, Finn. What's the
0: actor's name? John Boyega.
1: John Boyega seemed, like, pissed off. Did 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 Finn come across as, like, hostile throughout this movie for you? Yeah. He seemed very angry. <laughs> and I don't think his character was meant to be pissed off. I just think John Boyega was seething.
0: I... I if you remember, it was, again, like, the Spin Doctor marketing stuff. They were saying that this they got all the actors to say that this saved star Wars. They got all the actors to condemn the last Jedi. You know that, right?
1: No, I didn't know that. The only thing I knew about their opinions is I knew that John Boyega publicly came out and said that he was so fucking happy that this shit was done. Yeah.
0: So when the franchise ended, he was the only one that finally came out and said he didn't like this film and said he was glad it was over, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he seems,
1: he seems very angry. This and I don't. And like Finn in the first two, uh, is like, uh, like a like an optimistic guy. He's a little timid, and he. But he's like, he's got a good heart. He, think that about it. Is a, like, he's a
0: child, he, compared to the others, yeah. because he was like programmed since birth to shoot a gun. Yeah. So he is like got that childish sort of optimism thing. Um, yeah,
1: but in this one, he's just fucking pissed off the whole time like he's he's mad and i don't think that was the character because it's not in the things that he's saying because i could imagine him saying this dialogue in in a in a a similar way to how he spoke in in the first two john boyega i think was just in a shitty ass mood the whole time
0: okay that's
1: how it came across to me anyway
0: what do you think of ray being a palpatine
1: Awful, just, 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 just the worst. It's so literally
0: bad. that is the biggest undermining of the last film. Yeah, it, the whole theme of like the forces for everyone, anyone, like this is not, you know, a fucking club. This is existence. This mm. is the universe. We are all one. It's like, oh, no, she's special because she's the fucking bad guy's granddaughter.
1: Yeah. Like, why did you need that? It's back to being about
0: bloodlines and Aryan things. You know what I mean? Like, it's back to that weird shit.
1: Yeah. Like, what the fuck is up with J.J. Abrams that he's, like, gets offended by that? I have to say that- that No, it has to be that, you know, it's it's bloodlines in your special- There are people who have special powers and there are people that don't. That's
0: what Star Wars fans wanted. But I, but I just don't get that because like, don't you want to feel like you're special too?
1: I don't, I don't fucking believe that that's what they that they, I, I, believe that they didn't like last jedi but i know people were so
0: angry that ray was a nobody they were like no she has to be a kenobi like you know like that's that's what star wars does (laughs) like at the you know empire Strikes back luke is 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 his son so you ray is a, a kenobi like that's how star wars fans talk so he gave it to them but he's like but it's the bad guy's granddaughter so you she is special but she isn't but no that means because she's special no one is anymore it's just fucked
1: that's so stupid yeah and i hate that and it's like and to just make that doubly shit they then don't allow her to then become a palpatine and then redefine the name for herself no she then gets uh like posthumously
0: adopted by luke and leia (laughs) And becomes a Skywalker. I love that scene because it has become a meme, you know, where it's like, who are you? And then she like looks over and she sees a Taco Bell and then she looks and she says, I'm Ray Taco Bell. You know, like <laughs> I'm happy for that scene. That actually, you know, that's a good part of the movie because of how fucking cooked it is. It's like really funny. You know, like, who are you? What is your last name? And then just sees, like, Luke and Leia just smiling at her from a distance.
1: Yeah, makes for a good meme, I guess. It's, yeah. I mean, it. it is
0: laughably bad
1: at points. And... Uh,
0: yeah, but not enough. That's like, something. But, but the thing is, it's not, like... It's not to the point where it's... I could enjoy it for it being that. It is undermining my childhood... It is undermining a, a filmmaker and a, and a film that previously existed. It's insulting. Like, it it cannot it live is... off the laurels of being a good, bad movie. It is a bad, 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 bad movie.
1: It is the only Star Wars film that I, like, truly never want to see oh, again.
0: Oh, no, it is the worst Star Wars film ever made. I never want to watch the prequels again. They fucking suck.
1: No, I like the nah, prequels.
0: No, y- you're, you're blinded by that fucking bullshit nostalgia crap. The, the prequels... No, 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 no no, 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 no. I didn't...
1: I I I know they suck. I thought they sucked when I they know, came I know, and out. so well, did everyone,
0: but now everyone's becoming... Everyone's like, I'm a I'm a prequel no, 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 apologist. A, the prequels no, suck. No, no, no,
1: it's not a retroactive they're actually good. They're just like... uh, The same reason I've always enjoyed them is that they're just... They're so bad that they're good, and they're just like a fucking huge ass goofy.
0: There mess. are people that claim that Reve- Re- Return of the Sith or whatever Revenge of the Sith is like the second best Star Wars movie ever made. No, people they're genuinely shit. They're dog
1: think shit. That. Mo- <laughs> no, 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 they're dog shit movies. But like, have like watching fucking um...
0: Phantom Menace is a fucking slog.
1: Watching the watching them all like walk around awkwardly and delivering these terrible lines, especially like the most rewarding thing is watching um them awkwardly walk around and 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 act in Revenge of the Sith. Oh, on because all the boys by this point the stuff. Yeah, because by this point they they all know that these movies suck. Because you can understand that even when they were filming Attack of the Clones, they were like, well. Maybe this one will be good. I but by Revenge of the Sith, like everyone is just like, let's just get this fucking over and done.
0: Like. I think Ewan McGregor always was giving it his all, but yeah, he's a. He's, I think he's just such he's a competent a actor that even maybe when he wasn't trying, he was doing well. A um, consummate let's, professional. Let's. We've been talking for three and a half fucking hours. Let's oh, let's fucking wrap this potty up. Um, yep. w- any other last points you want to talk about? Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, wait, the name fucking sucks. Worst Star Wars name ever. Um, I yeah, pitched one to you It should have been called the last order. Hmm. Um, or something, the last Star Wars or something <laughs> like, you know, something, <laughs> the, last yeah, the last Star Wars or yeah, something, the Star Wars, like get creative with it. Um, the Rise of Skywalker is like really bad. Like, it's telegraphing. Yeah, couldn't come up with like a The Last name. Jedi is a cool name because you think it means Luke, but then the subversion is it's Ray. Like, I like that. Mm. That's clever. But The Rise of Skywalker is like literally just like, oh yeah, in the last two minutes, Ray just decides to be a fucking Skywalker. It sucks.
1: And I you keep calling it The Rise of Skywalker. It's just called Rise of oh, Skywalker. Oh, that's even worse. Which, which is worse. Yeah.
0: It sucks. What would you name it?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd call it um, The... The... <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't call it any there's no there's no good name you could come up with, especially not for this film. I'd
0: say the last order is like the only logical not tongue in cheek one I can think of.
1: Maybe you could call it like maybe you could call it um the last Sith. Oh that fucking no, like...
0: let's move on. I can't fucking be... that sucks. <laughs> fuck Rise you. of right. what about Rise I'm of gonna... Palpatine?
1: Oh, 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 That's oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could call it, um, Look Who's Back. Oh, God. Look Who's Back. And it's, and, yeah. Because oh, isn't the, isn't the, isn't the poster for that movie just, like, Palpatine's face? Yeah.
0: He's, like, it should yeah. just be, I think it should just be Rise of Palpatine or something. Like. Rise of Palpatine. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah,
1: Revenge of Palpatine or some shit. Yeah.
0: Because we know he's back. Like, you knew from the beginning. Ian McDermott was caught on set. Like, they, everyone knew he was back.
1: Yeah, they didn't try to make it a surprise no. or anything. Like, he's um, was in the trailer.
0: Shall we read the reviews?
1: Yeah. So, I will go with this uh, one-star review. Absolute colossal failure. Just saw it. Some people in the reviews clearly don't understand
0: that in some parts of the world, the movie is already out. Wait, why are All you like leaks- reading the bad review? This movie was loved by fans. You should be reading the good one.
1: In my memory, it was not.
0: Okay, I'll continue.
1: I think, I think that it's like a retroactive trying to defend it to be like con- con- yeah, contrarians but like, to like critics.
0: You, um, okay, continue.
1: All the leaks were true. It is a colossal failure. You thought The Last Jedi was bad? Well, guess what? This is a perfect follow-up to the horror of a movie that is The Last Jedi. It gaps the plot holes that The Last Jedi created wide open. It's equally as bad as The Last Jedi, at many moments even worse. If I didn't know J.J. J. Abrams wrote the movie with the help of another writer, I would have sworn the dialogues were written by a 12-year-old. Yep. So poor, so unimaginative and utterly ridiculous at times. The plot? Well, if you read the leaks, you know the plot. It is a catastrophe of epic proportions. The only epic thing about this movie is that it is an epic failure. (laughs) Again, Hollywood as a whole, especially Disney, proved that they don't know when there is no more story to tell. Star Wars ended after episode 6. Star Wars is a story about the rise, fall, and redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Lucas said it himself. The sequel trilogy is a tragicomic fiction at best. Can't even call it fan fiction because fans would know way better. I don't even want to get into the political agenda, broken social ideologies, which flows through the, this movie. Um, Man, dude, Star Wars fans are the dumbest people on the planet. I know. I mean, like, I agree that, the, you know, with the points about the shitty dialogue and stuff, but it's like none of these fucking people can spell... Yeah, <laughs> even and they just have this fucking. It's all just like this movie's so bad. Not even not even good. I think that this is bad feminist agenda.
0: It's like ah, oh, the hardcore Star Wars. I feel Wars so fans. fucking
1: stupid for liking Star Wars for so long. The crazy huh? Star
0: Wars fans call themselves the fandom Menace. That's what they call themselves. It's like the the true that's what they call themselves. Oz, like the true blue Star Wars fans are the fandom Menace. And they like have well, their YouTube channels, and they all like united we stand against ruin Johnson
1: maybe that's what they should have called <sighs> the the this
0: episode nine. ruin Johnson
1: <laughs> no the fandom menace yeah,
0: fuck anyway, it's made for them let's let's read. let's <clears throat> hear the good one let's hear the baby food
1: all right, ten out of ten. Uh, loved it I refuse to jump on the bandwagon of hating it just seem cool and trendy okay that makes sense now I know it's about this one episode 9 can never be original so why are so many people getting their knickers in a twist wait what does that mean
0: why can't it it be an original movie why can't it have an original fucking idea why can't it be a new story that's interesting and different why what does that mean Uh, uh... oh of course it can't be original the fuck does that mean?
1: I think he's about to explore. I'm just it follows a bit of a formula. Spoiler, all stories do. Oh fuck so there off. You know. No one writes entirely original stories. Okay, so episode nine can't be original, but nothing can be original. A very, very philosophical take. Uh they can only hope to create original worlds or characters, but in the Star Wars universe <laughs> that's hard to do. This is a great movie. Fun, dark, humorous, exciting, with some dud or silly moments, but overall many hugely significant moments and some great vistas and force bad arseness. It's great for kids. Sorry, old school Star Wars fans, but you don't get to just keep Star Wars to yourself for time immemorial. Wait, what? It's great for. F- yeah. This, sorry, is, for old Star Wars.
0: this yeah. is for them. This movie is for them. What is he saying?
1: I don't know I really don't I really don't. I think this kind of this is remind the, reading this review is reminding me of watching the movie oh, that it's like fuck. if I try to like st- string the, the the sentences together, you know then it's then it's my fault for thinking it's supposed to make sense. If you like say
0: it confidently enough, it might sound convincing, but when you really think about it it's fucked.
1: Yeah, it's great for kids. Sorry, old school Star Wars fans. It's like, this is nothing but, like, nostalgia tripping. Yeah. Uh, It's great for fans. If you're not deluded enough to think that it would be just like the originals, although you'd have been upset for copying them anyway. And it's a great ending to the Skywalker saga. Is it perfect? How was that ever possible? It's easy to hate and I can see all the one star reviews flooding in already, but the hate comes from more, more from those who lack perspective rather than a true reflection of the film. Oh, will it be a classic? I doubt it. Is it a great movie? I think so, but just go see it. You're not selling out. You're just paying to be entertained, which was kind of the point all along. Wow. Wow. Um, so we've learned that, If you don't like a film, you you just lack the perspective to see it as a good one. And you
0: just need to turn off your brain and just watch it because movies aren't meant to be. You're not meant to think when you watch a film, apparently. Yeah. yeah.
1: In case you're forgetting, the point was to be entertained. Uh, Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I wasn't entertained. What are your point? What are your star ratings for these three movies? And final thoughts.
1: Okay, so, um, Force Awakens, uh, I think is, um, okay, it's harmless fun, uh, if just reviewed as a reunion special, um, and to, if, once you understand that the protagonists are just avatars for the audience, um, you know, that's if that's your thing, that's cool. Um, but I that's not my thing, so I give it a three out of ten. Um, The Last Jedi, um, I think any fault I have with the film is that he's trying to retroactively like fix a bunch of problems that I had with the first one, and he takes the characters seriously. And demands that you take it seriously as well. But with such a poor starting point, it's hard for me to really get into it because I still don't actually understand why the First Order is running anything. But I have a lot of respect for it and I have a lot of respect for Ryan Johnson, and he does some really interesting things. So I'm giving it six farts. And the. The uh, terrible, awful piece of shit that is Rise of Skywalker gets uh, zero because it's it's maddeningly bad. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and um, I don't even really like to think about it too yeah. much to to like wonder how it could be so fucked. Makes me it 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 upsets me, and not even because I was a Star Wars fan, just because. I'm a human being with a functioning
0: brain. Fucking hell. Okay, uh, I give uh, Force Awakens four stars. Um, it, you know, like, I'm not offended by the nostalgia. It's kind of like a leaping off point. He at least creates um, characters that are fleshed out and I find really effective in the next movie, so i got to give him some credit for that, even though after this viewing, it's kind of just almost a nothing movie for me. Um Last Jedi, nine out of ten farts. I love it. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. Fight Me Cunt. Damn. Um <laughs> Uh yeah, I'll I'll defend it till the break of day. I, I spent seventy five minutes talking about the movie. I don't need to go through it. Uh negative five farts for the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Fuck that film. Nah, it it, it it killed my childhood. It it absolutely ruined everything. It ruined a perfectly good movie. Um, it's, it's made me, it's like the final nail in that. I think Disney is definitely evil coffin. Um, mm. yeah. So what are, what are we watching uh, next? Uh, also thank you to all the listeners that stayed with us for three and a half hours of us talking about the star Wars sequels. Fucking hell. Um, oh, oh yeah. I have a confession to make. Um, so I went through our emails and I found that there were 35 emails hidden in a spam folder from audience, from listeners. And I'm sorry that we didn't see them (laughs) and I'll be fixing that. And from next episode, I'm going to read a couple of them. Just because we don't have the time to read all of them, so I'm sorry. And if you're still listening, thank you. Um, yeah, I don't we...
1: know. You sure you don't want to go through all 35 now? Oh
0: fuck you! No. Make this. Five we might hours do. Long. We might do a special where we read all the backdated ones, just to get them out yeah. of the way. Um, do a bonus and maybe. Thank you to everyone who did that. I'm sorry that I didn't see them. Um, we're bad at our jobs. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh what are we watching next week?
1: Oh, I thought we'd stick with Disney and watch the best and the worst of Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Okay, I'm down. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> oh god. I- I'm gonna pick something really arty and weird next. Because yeah, I'm we getting should, I'm getting up on like Star Wars, then Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm like tent polled out. I think I'm gonna pick like old italian movies or something something a bit different anyway thanks for listening sorry that we i'm sure you want to stab at least one of us someone out there um thanks for listening and talk to you next week bye bye bye